We are live. Yay! Welcome to Season 2, Session 6 of our Sea Dog Scurps campaign. I am Geegerman, today's GM. Hi, Geegerman. This session's audio will be made available as a podcast. See the description for details. Yeah. All right, where are we? Uh, Com Junkie, do you have any character business for Sir Randall? I do. I'm spending... Uh the total of two points, but to gain a dependent ally. It actually came out to two points? Overall, uh, uh, for now. Wow. Okay. Uh, what a was six-point there... disadvantage with a four, as a four, or no, six right. points advantage with as a four-point disadvantage. What was her total? Was it 75%? 75%. I guess I need to get, what. what is your current point total? Uh, uh, plus unspent. 185. So, right, make a note. Because I still need to finish off that character. All right. Uh, Bronky, do you have any character business for Captain Hayden? Negative. Mel, do you have any character business for Claude? Not right now. Rigel Kent, do you have any character business for Dr. Spencer? Um, yes, I spent one character point to improve my true sight ability to twice a day instead of just once a day. And did you want to, for me to go over the secret to phobia thing, or are you going to do that later? Uh, what did you end up doing? That was, so you I swiped just it changed, out? I just swapped it out entirely because it was the same, uh, same point level. Right. Okay, so now you have the phobia. What was yes, it? Uh, uh, Dementophobia? Yeah, I dropped the secret uh, that he had previously spent some time in Bedlam because clearly nobody cares. And that was points that were basically free points. Didn't want to do that. So I changed it to phobia, Dementophobia, where he's got, a, he's got an issue about uh, he's afraid of insanity and or going insane, 12 or less. I wonder if that triggers when he starts hearing phantom voices. Uh, yeah, I figured that would uh, that 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 would probably trigger it. Mm. So he's going to have some disads that are going to like uh, feed on one another. Andricus, but... do you do you have any character business for Davino? Uh, not at this time, because he hasn't been here. He doesn't know what's going on. So he hasn't gotten any points. Well, speaking of Davino, uh, GM business. He died. So finally, after all this time, I finally get to talk about the guns. So uh, when it comes to when it comes to the ship's guns, we currently have the four two pounders that came with it, and an additional four four pounders that you guys picked up off the rum jack. To go ship. So, now that the Master Gunners player is here, uh, what I want to know is, which ones do you keep on deck? What would the implications of that be if we keep the heavier ones on deck? Are there going to be weighting or sailing impacts, uh, weight or sailing impacts as part of that? Or I, uh, From a, a game mechanical granularity perspective, I don't think it's going to have an actual effect, but... Uh, in reality, the additional weight 
above the center of gravity is going to cause some instability. But like I said, below the granularity of the game, I think at this point. Uh, but the other issue with that is you don't have enough people to run them all. In fact, I don't think you had enough people to run all the two-pounders. And the four-pounders um, require more crew. Okay. Uh, I'd pass along uh, those details to good old Capitan and make the recommendation that uh, until or unless we can expand the crew, that we stick with the two-pounders just to make sure that we can keep up the uh, rate of fire, even if the weight of fire is not as great. Where the hell will we put more crew? I don't know. Next uh, hanging uh, uh, the hammocks. Well, I mean, you could. Um, the next part of that question is where do you put the rest? Do you uh, keep those in the hold or try to find somewhere else to put them? I'd say... Um, Honestly, I can't think of anywhere with... else to put them. Yeah, well, it depends on... Um, cargo, if that didn't impact our cargo space to an appreciable extent, then it might not be the most uh, most ideal to uh, to keep them below decks, and at Where that point, I think there's the, the alternative of selling them. Uh, well, um, so, the, so far, you guys have not carried enough cargo at any given time to make it a problem to keep them in the hold. Uh, the only issue I would see with keeping them in the hold is you basically have to keep them along the center center line or you unbalance the ship. So uh, there may be some arrangement issues. I'm going to start looking at, you know, selling the damn things. Maybe. But alas, then you won't have bigger guns and more guns. Well, we could always switch the bigger guns up. And then the smaller ones, or did the so bigger guns require more? So what's the benefit of having bigger guns if you can't use them at all? Oh, so we can't use them. Uh, you can, it's just... So when it comes down to gun crew, there's a crew requirement to actually be able to run the gun. So that is to load it, fire it, reload it, all the stuff. You could actually preload all the guns and somebody could run over there with a damn stick and, and fire them all individually. So if you had to fire them all... Dumb idea to me. So having them, you can use them. You just may only be able to use them once before uh, before you have to go through a really long process of reloading. It's, yeah, it's just a matter of what, what are the chances you're going to need them, and when you do need them, what do you need? And along that line... Question number three regarding the guns is what kind of shot do you have prepared for those? So we've never actually Explosive really shot. discussed ammunition for them, but given that these uh, these guns are really small, uh, it would make sense for you to use grape shot instead of uh, round shot. But that is up to the master gunner. Man, I can't help but to think we might be getting into a naval battle soon. Or maybe I'm just being prepared. Nah, that's you, Davino. You're the naval. You're the master gunner. Apologies. Um, uh, I don't it know. Doesn't would, have would, to be a hard question. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Like, would the is is the no? I suppose that wouldn't really matter since we're not using the four pounders. Um, I'd 
Yeah, I'd say let's stick with the grape shot. If we're going up something big, then it doesn't really matter between the two. I don't think we'd be able to do much to it, either the two pound cannon or the uh or the grape shot, but grape shot against similarly sized ships might be our better bet. Yeah, I'm presuming that if you end up using the guns, you are attempting to either shoot at crew or shoot at sails. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, so I'll put you down as uh, having grape ready to go. Uh, I was going to ask how much ammo uh, you guys ended up pulling off the rum jack, but I don't think I'm going to bother with that right now. But at some point, we may end up wanting to know how much gunpowder do you have stored below the deck? Because if something happens to it, it could uh, affect the amount of damage it'll do. We could blow up, too. That'd be cool. Indeed. Uh, point number two. In brief, I wanted to mention for Andrika's sake that uh, we made some slight adjustments to the whole stability thing. Um, I'm not going to go in super depth right now, but you'll catch up, I'm sure. Uh, or you won't, and it'll be funny. But I I have implemented the changes that I discussed, that being that uh, there will be one roll per voyage uh, with a fail gaining one long-term point and a, an exceptional five-plus fail gaining two. And that will be the extent of it. Uh, <laughs> Did we lose any of the ones that we had uh, already gained from this uh, or previously? We have not gotten to that yet. What? Uh, but we are getting to that. Uh, so, uh, next point, Rigel decided to do this thing in his, uh, in his Warhammer game on Friday that I thought I would mention just to see what everybody thought of it. Oh, and that is... Uh, I haven't done it yet. Well, sure. well, yeah, he didn't get to it yet, but uh, that the idea is uh, when you're in a situation like, say, you're in Havana, uh, you roll a will check, and on a fail, you spend extra money on knickknacks and shit. Yeah, for uh, for context, in that particular game, the characters are going to are are in a city that uh, a really really big festival started. So I just thought it would be amusing because you know i'm sure we've all gone to sort of festivals like med fairs or something like that and inevitably you walk out having spent money you didn't need to spend because well things were there and they went ooh shiny as a player i kind of lean both ways and in some regards because it's it's a neat little addition but at the same time that's taken away agency and i tend not to like that so if uh, if you're not keen, I understand. Yeah, it's just determining how much extra money you uh, you waste is the the big deal. Think about that for a bit while I move on. Um, I have decided that the uh, shore leave SOP stuff that we have been messing around with that uh, basically what's going to happen is if you're not looking for anything. I'm just going to sign you up as looking for rumors. In which case, everybody will make a roll every time. And if you don't have anything in particular, we'll see if you hear any rumors. So that way, nobody has to think about it. We'll just roll. 
which does mean I gotta get a couple of other roles. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, FYI, I forgot to mention last time that uh, I had been putzing around with the the currency on people's uh, character sheets because uh, the party sheet amalgamates all of those things, and if they're not spelled the same, they come up as different items. Uh, but I noticed that some of you were actually putting down the country of origin on the uh, currency types uh, to sort them out to yourselves. And I decided rather than fight you on that, I'll just uh, I'll join you in, instead. So I went in and redid them with the country of origin on there. So they're all the same. And now they show up on the party sheet properly. In case you were wondering why it might have been different. That wasn't until you started mentioning the currency, and then I go, hey, this doesn't look right. You haven't set up the weight and value. No, I haven't. Because I still don't know how that's going to behave. That's so slack. Yeah, well, screw you. That's I, I had I noticed that uh, Sir Randall has uh, just the clothes on his back at this point, as far as uh, clothing goes, and I thought I would bring up the idea of he probably needs some actual status to a suit, for lack of a better term. Formal wear, I guess. So when he's going to these uh, soirees, he uh, he has something appropriate to wear other than looking like a, an adventurer that's been out on the sea for a while. Uh, in that regard, I was going to mention that uh, textiles are a big import legal or otherwise, in uh, Spanish territories in the Caribbean. So uh, he can easily find some really spiffy stuff around here if uh Yeah, not knowing how much anything costs is going to be pretty difficult because I'm used to gurpees and I have no idea how the exchange rate from reals to gurpees goes. I have a list of how much everything costs. On the wiki. And if I recall correctly... More windows. Stand need by. another monitor. I know, right? Uh, yeah. that. Uh, so I can't put the link in... Well, actually, not? I can cheat, I suppose. The, uh, the link doesn't work right because it has parentheses in it. If I paste it in there. But that's the... Uh, that's the wiki link to the prices. Um... There should be plenty of mentions of uh, clothing items, just so you can get an idea of uh, where that is. Is there just like a, I throw uh, some money and have an outfit, or is this like I have to buy things individually? Because I'm still trying to, um, get to Now, it. generally, when it comes to GURPS, it's, they do the, uh, you pay a percentage of your uh, cost of living for your clothing. And so you could, do that. You can use gurpees for that if you have some kind of problem with how much of what you got, then uh, we can sort that out. And I don't need you to figure it out right now. This is just something to take. I'm putting that B in your bonnet. In the basic set under the cost of living type stuff, I can't remember exactly what page, but it does say uh, they do have a, a listed value for a full wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be practical for Randall to have. 
Yeah, and that's fine. I'm totally down for throwing the money down for a full wardrobe. But if I have to pick and choose every darn thing to make a full wardrobe, I'm like, you're kidding. Well, now, just since you're saying that, if there is something that you need to know, like you need to know what a suit costs in total, um, then tell me and I will go find out. And then I'll put it on that damn price list so it'll be there. Ten shillings, six pennies is cost of various wigs. Just so Mark knows. Hey, wigs. Uh, All right. But I agree. I probably should have somewhere unlisted a wardrobe. All right. So one penny is 12 French lessons. (laughs) Uh, So the next point, uh, expenditures for uh, daily stuff. So... Uh, one of the reasons why I had created that uh, story, which was the commerce thing, shore business, right, that one, with the uh, the quick prices at the top, was because I, in order to make it easier, what I figured would be the easiest thing to do was just to figure out how much money that you guys are typically going to spend per stop per day, so you can just write it off and you're done. Uh, as it stands, based on what I have uh, broken down here, it looks like uh, most of you are going to be spending 10 shillings a day. Uh, Claude is probably going to be spending 2 shillings a day. And uh, Sir Randall is going to be spending probably 20 shillings a day. Woo, buddy. And shillings to reals is how's this working? I believe realists are two, sh- 2 to a shilling. By the way, broke Sir Randall joke. is broke. I am broke as a has a, Yeah, because he bought a boat. Sir Randall has no money. I, I'm not entirely sure how that happened, but I don't think you guys have been tracking this stuff all this time. Yep. Probably not. Yeah, I think I, think I may have uh, screwed that up myself and forgot about it. So, in that vein, uh, pay. So right now, I think Claude has got the most money of any of you because Claude got paid up front when uh, when he joined the crew. Plus, he keeps stealing all of our stuff. Which, That's incidentally, why no is money. why Claude... Has... <laughs> That's why Randall has no money. <laughs> Which, incidentally, is why Claude has pounds listed on his uh, sheet because uh, that was what he was given. Three pounds, ten shillings. Now, for Claude's purposes... Uh, you're not getting paid again until the end of the voyage, which is at the sixth month. Which will be interesting since apparently Sir Randall has no money to pay everybody. I think exactly. it's time for mutiny. So the uh, deal with the partners, as agreed originally, was that the partners were going to be getting their cut of the profits. And there wasn't any actual discussion about, you know, pay and how, how you guys are going to get more money for yourselves during the process. And it may have been assumed that uh, you guys would be dipping into company funds and that sort of thing. But when it comes down to it, Sir Randall has got a much higher cost of living than everybody else. Yeah, we're going to have to get some some treasures here Go or become pirates. Now, if you guys were planning to take it out of profits, I can tell you right now that the current profits are £16.15. Which isn't a lot. And that's not very much. Comparatively, anyway. So if you guys split that all 
all uh, six ways or four, five ways, I guess, in this case, then uh, that's going to leave you with a couple of days worth. I need to get at least a thousand pounds, apparently, so I can buy a baronet title. So, Sir Randall spent quite a bit of money in Havana, and uh, he doesn't actually have any. That's why we leave in Havana quickly. (laughs) Which means that uh, we're going to have to sort out this question at some point uh, in the very near future. So, I don't know if Sir Randall had intended on dipping into the company fund for that, or if uh, everybody's okay with that, or what you guys want to do. That's weird. Because, like, using some of the funds for a thing was like a couple of reals or something like that, which I dropped. Because uh, you said it was like two reals per day or something like that, or for the uh, coach, which I paid for. I paid. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, I did pay for those out of personal funds because you were saying the coach around. So, and that was yeah. at least two days of coach. No, I did so. mention that, yeah populated this before yeah well i kept forgetting to bug everybody about this stuff uh at least in season one and and here we are so uh what i am not so two things one i am not going to go backtrack and figure out what everybody should have paid up to this point and then dock you every uh the other thing i was going to do is allow you to use uh personal uh plot points Ooh, well, I don't go. know how much they'll be worth exactly, but if you're willing to use those, uh, I don't know how many everybody has, but somebody has at least one. Uh, I have one. <laughs> yeah, I have so, one. I have what five. I'm thinking, how do you have five? I don't know, it just says personal prep plot points five. That's just uh, what he ended up with when he started. Uh, those. So what I will allow... Definitely at this point. If you spend one of those points, you are covered for everything up to now. Done. Done. How do we recover personal prep plot points? Well, that was going to happen at the end of the uh, at the end of this leg of the journey, which happens to be ending in Campeche. So lucky you. Of course, don't ask me where you're going to get any of this prep stuff. It's magic, and that's all of those things. Just so that I understand, so that cost per day is only when we're on shore, like yeah. not when we're out. In, okay, just making sure. I went ahead and settled up for the Havana time because that was, I think, four days. Okay. Yeah, you should be good to go. Yep. You could probably afford to buy more clothes or something. Okay, maybe not clothes are expensive. Eh. And if you have questions about what things cost, refer to the prices thing. That's why it's there. Yeah, they are. Holy cow. I was trying to figure out what the uh, the, the cheapest suit would sort of be there for, uh, for for Mark. And it's like, I'm looking at 75 pounds just for the waistcoat, coat, and breeches. Yeah, not not just the prices on the list are historical, but the fact that clothing prices are really high is historical because... I've seen research of people complaining about that. What's a cravat? Is that the necktie thing? That's the necktie thing. That's a freaking pound. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rogers got off easy, apparently, when he got his suit made by uh, Miss Deering. Apparently. 
Okay, and with that, we will get moving. Harbor Log, Tuesday, February 20th, 1725, Havana, Cuba. Warm rain with a light breeze from the northwest. Having concluded their collective business in Havana, the expedition is preparing to depart for Campeche and the supposed treasure that awaits them there. It's going to be a thing written in a language that says, the real treasure was the fringe you found along the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't You didn't cover uh, whether we were going to uh, get rid of some of the long-term stability things. I haven't got to that yet. Grumble, grumble, grumble. We're, we're almost there, dude. Hang on. All right. Uh, so, uh, let's see. That can that part can actually wait a minute before I get back to that. Um, we need to deal with the plotting or the uh, the departure procedures, and we will try to get through this real fast. So, uh, having already discussed the route last time, and I forgot to zoom it again. Blame. Uh, as discussed last time, uh, you guys said that you were going to do a straight shot all the way through to Campeche. That is not making any stops along the way. Uh, you can follow the route here. And I don't believe we made any rolls in that regard last time. So the first roll we need to make is the area knowledge. Uh, whoever has the best, I believe that's going to be Hayden. It's not me. I should put points into that. Made by five. Mental note, five. Uh, so that means uh, you know that the route is going to be around 650 miles. Uh, as stated last time, it's going to be between four and seven days, probably, depending on the weather. Uh, you know which directions the trade winds normally blow. You can also be aware that uh, right here, or actually, if I reverse that, that would be more appropriate, is uh, the Gulf Stream. So there is a really strong current going through here. And if you did not know that was coming, you could very easily end up in friggin' Florida. We should go to Florida. Uh, and you are also aware of the uh, currents along the north coast here of Cuba, uh, that uh, they are, they're not super strong, uh, maybe enough to be noticeable, but uh, they flow in the wrong direction from where you're going typically. And there is a tendency for them, at least around certain areas like the Las Colorados, to, uh, push you into the reefs. So you have to be careful around those. Let's not do that. Agreed. All right. Uh, next part is the navigation. So navigation roll, you got minus three for the overall distance. You got plus two for the uh, good tools that you have. You got plus one because you're following a known trade route uh, through this area and minus two for the currents for a total of minus two. I believe that will be Hayden again, making the navigation roll. He can get assistance if he chooses. However, the player is not here that he typically gets it from. How hard can it be? Apparently not that hard. Seven up. Your departure time was as soon as 
Sir Randall gets back to the ship. And uh, your estimate is still, now you would say your estimate's probably closer to between four and six instead of four and seven. You've narrowed it down a little. All right. Uh, next part is pilotage. Uh, you guys did not elect to get a pilot to take you into the bay. I am assuming that you are probably not going to elect to get a pilot to lead you out of the bay. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Now the rest of you. Uh, the story has all the other things on it that you can do to assist. Is this, uh, you only get one, one, uh, one roll on this, uh, on the fit out? You only get one roll, yes. Okay. So Hayden already did the navigation. He is usually assisted by that. Uh, uh, Spencer is usually doing the administration. He does that again. That's one. Uh, let's see. Who else? Payne is not here to do the leadership, so I guess he's not going to be available for that. You slacker. Right? Davino can do the freight handling role, and uh, Claude can help. Oops. Last time, Claude didn't help very much. No. I don't even think Claude has that skill for freight handling. But, uh, well, you were learning that's why last she time, didn't, I think. That's why I didn't help last time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, if you'd like, you could put a point in it. That is IQ minus five, otherwise. Do you want me to actually try this? Um, unless you got a better idea. Uh, well, sure. it specifically states uh, many of the above roles may substitute seamanship at minus four. That's true. You could just if do seamanship better. minus four. I will allow that if it's better. Well, it's probably going to be better than our IQ minus five. Yeah, it is by one point. <laughs> well, that's that's better. <laughs> nope. Eh. Okay, so uh, that is going to get us a total of nine, looks like. So nine, that's going to be four. Four plot points. Where's the thing? Over there. You now have four listed. Good job. All right. Well, I guess that's something. Uh, moving on. Actually, let me write that down over here too. Done. Scroll. All right. So clearing. Now we get to do the stability thing. So you guys are each going to go minus one long-term stability point for each full day of leisure while at port. Uh, I've uh, at this point everybody that had some basically wiped them all out which is as designed next time you probably won't gain as many well i guess that's something next one uh everybody needs to give me a health plus four into the box any penalties to hayden due to his condition yeah you take a mark no i don't think so that's not going to affect your health anyway actually i know how i'll do it what was the bonus uh, it was plus four. So does chronic pain actually affect health? Um, I actually I think it's only IQ and Dex, but I would have been happy for it to affect health. Well, I don't think that would have actually been applicable here anyway. So let's see what we got here. One, two, three, four. Still need a roll. Missing somebody. I'm just checking, including fit. 
Sir Randall, Claude, Spencer, Plange. Oh, oh, you haven't rolled for Hayden yet. Oops. Okay, there we go. Uh, so that, that wasn't in the, in the box. box. That's not in the box. Okay, never mind. Well, or you can just roll it in the box. All right, so that's that. That's that. That's that, and that's that. Actually, I should probably write that down. <laughs> so Spencer is that. Yes, he is super amazing and awesome. Claude is that. Over there. Davino is that. Hayden is that. Sir Randall is that. You guys are kind of consistent, actually. And Rogers is not here to roll his own. I'm wondering, let's have Mel roll for Rogers. You're that trying to kill him, aren't you? <laughs> it's his own fault for not being here. Dude, he's in Cuba. He's like, screw uh, you guys. Help oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't add a mod or anything to that, so that's, I wouldn't have mod me. All right, uh, what's his health? His health is that. So that means... Uh, Check to see if okay. he's fit. Oh, yeah, I think he is, actually. Is he? Nope, wrong tab. Come on. Yeah, he is. Done. All right. I need one more roll from pain. 3d6 into the box. What's in the box? Noted. Okay, uh, next bit. Customs. So... Um, you guys will be uh, checked over by customs uh, while you guys are preparing to leave, uh, and you will get your clearance papers and all that crap done. So first off, uh, it'll take 1D six hours to uh, get processed unless you want to influence, quote unquote, the uh, process to allow you to go faster. Would you like to do so? Well, we're waiting for, for Sir Randall to show back up. Apparently, Sir Randall will not be available to help in this regard. That dude, such a slacker. I know, right? Yeah. 1d6, it sounds like. 1d6 it is, then. Yes! Wow, that really wanted to just go everywhere. Well, it's kind of the way I threw it onto the uh, onto the chat window, too. All right, let's see. So I need to make a note. We're totally falling behind. Mm-hmm. This is also Randall's fault. Actually, I suppose that means that uh, when Sir Randall shows up, he might be able to uh, nix some of that if he wants to get involved. And he may. We'll see what he manages. In the meantime, uh, so when it comes down to the clearance papers, what destination will you list? And basically, this is I'm just asking as a formality. You don't necessarily have to list that you are going to Campeche. You could say something else like uh, you're going to Mexico or to the Yucatan more specifically. Or you could list somewhere else entirely. But uh, if you do that, somebody will definitely flag you as a smuggler. Uh, let's see. So if Spencer is the person who ends up reluctantly uh, handling this crap, he's probably not even going to think about that and just say, you know, Campeche. Well, and I, I was going to add that uh, you guys have been advertising for passengers and freight going to Campeche, right. so it's kind of pointless to actually say something else, which is why it's a formality. 
So officially you are listing Campeche. This is fine. All right. Uh, outstanding debts. I don't know that anybody has anything in particular except as discussed. We will deal with that later. Well, actually, I guess we won't uh, for everybody that's uh, paid the plot point for it. Uh, next bit. We need a control roll minus two for the handling to undock and clear the uh, harbor. And that, I suppose, will be Haydn rolling ship handling. Normally, this is also an average with the uh, seamanship of everybody else, but I haven't decided what the best way to handle that is. Yeah, we're totally just saying screw it. Wow. We're leave Sir Randall behind. Okay. So that's going to be an eight. Done. Aiden sounds really professional. He knows, seems to know what he's doing as he's giving instructions to clear moorings and stuff. Now, FYI, the uh, wind actually, hold on. All ahead, port speed, Mr. Sulu. So, uh, as stated before, you guys are down here. That green really doesn't show up very well here. You guys are down here-ish uh for the time being and uh the winds are coming from the northwest which is exactly the wrong direction so uh getting out of here is going to be uh, a pain in the butt uh the ideal thing to do would be to use the outgoing tide to help assist uh which at midday is actually going out so you'll probably be okay but that depends on how long it takes you to get through customs. Apparently six hours. Oh, right. Uh, one more thing. I need somebody to give me a universe roll for the traffic. Oh, does that need to be in the box or not? No, that's fine. Uh, traffic is normal for the day. I'm wondering, is this image accurate? Because I don't know yes. any ships that more like that. Uh... I have actually seen photographs of it uh, doing exactly that. How do they? Because there's no. Well, so I have a theory about that. I, what I think is going on here is these these ships that are packed together like that are probably long term, and and not actually loading and unloading, and that they probably move somewhere else to do the loading and unloading, uh, where they don't have a a jetty or anything to uh, moor to. But that's just a guess. Okay. Because it doesn't look like there's any docks or jetties or anything like that that go alongside uh, the there ships. Are, there are some here and there. I, I believe I've also seen it where they'll have barges pulled up that are basically just like little docks and everything on their own. But uh, you can uh, pull up to the wharf uh, sideways and, and unload that way, which, as far as I can tell, is kind of how it's done. Because I've seen plenty of pictures of that, too. Got dock workers there as well, so they can like you know heave from uh, have uh, have ropes. And yeah, well, the, you don't uh, want to go over the ship and though. I didn't say it was a good idea. Yeah. All right. So, uh, for the day, you guys uh, got out early and got started uh, doing your prep work to get underway, and uh, as I said, it is raining. It has been raining uh, most of the morning. What's well, a good Although thing? Although it have is warm. A, a hat. And as stated, the uh, the wind is kind of weak for the day, uh, and blowing from the northwest, which is fine when you are backing out of the uh, backing out of the docks. 
but uh, when trying to get out of the bay, it's going to be a little annoying. Uh, slow going, probably. Uh, once uh, the crew starts collecting and boarding, uh, of note, red... Oh, need the crew thing. Of note, red comes aboard bearing a handful of flowers that apparently he got suckered into buying on the way in. And everybody gets... Uh, starts ragging on him for doing that because flowers on board a ship are bad luck. Apparently it's related to uh, funerals and graves and that sort of oh, thing. So that's a, they are. It's a no-no um, on the ship. So uh, people around him uh, start to grab at it and throw, throw his flowers overboard before it uh, infects anything. But Dora happens to snag one and uh, sticks it in her hair and then sticks her tongue out at everybody. Bunch of superstitious ninnies. Uh, Red and Hooper have also apparently brought aboard uh, several handfuls of some kind of wood, which uh, they will tell you is for whittling, so Red can make some money for Hooper and himself. Right. This is the thing we'll that check uh... the wood for termites. Oh yeah, that's a good call. Boar beetles, etc. <laughs> And probably about once per crewman, you've heard somebody ask, whose raspberry brandy is that? Yeah, and, you know, he's totally like, oh, yeah, that's mine. During the uh, loading process during the early day while it's raining and whatnot, uh, you guys, uh, at least one of the crewmen mentioned that he thought he saw somebody uh, back in, the, uh, back in the, the vendor stalls and whatnot that was looking at the ship like he was watching us. And as he said that, uh, a lot of you are remembering, didn't I see somebody kind of lurking around yesterday or the day before or something like that? And in fact, Sir Randall and Claude and I absolutely Captain saw Hagen, nothing of the sort. Uh, did actually see something uh, during, the, during the last few days. Uh, didn't think anything of it at the time until they just mentioned it now. But now that you're thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I think uh, maybe maybe that could be one of those guys or the same guy. But as a uh, Spencer did not see a damn thing. In fact, he could nope. failed that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I totally forgot to let you guys know that <laughs> you were seeing those things last time. Um. Among other things, uh, while you guys are getting loaded and getting getting the ship prepped to leave, uh, you notice that uh, Red uh, is uh, somewhat somewhat less than a hundred percent, and uh, a little bit later in, he will actually uh, go to Mister Spencer and say, uh, "Doc, I don't feel so great." Oh dear. Well. It looks like I need to diagnose his issues, and I shall do so. Indeed. Presuming, presuming that boy there. Wow, I tried to fail that one. Well, you uh, take note of the symptoms that you can observe. And He's been into that reports. raspberry uh, brandy? He has not been into the raspberry brandy. That is not his. And uh, you will determine that he has got the con crud from town great well the question is, we... is anyone else 
how do hmm, that's hmm usually for medical stuff it's just like patching up injuries and such like that how does how do you treat that using curbs this is your first aid uh it's physician so if you would like to roll that now i will allow it you can make a uh you can make a physician roll based on your current uh, tool set, which you've got an improved tool set. That includes uh, better medicines, I believe. Yes, which I don't have the stuff for. Uh, what's that? Plus one, I think it was plus just two? A plus one. I think you just got good. Right. And I think the diagnostic, diagnostic manual also applies to the uh, physician. Oh, chip. yeah, it might. All right. Well, you got a plenty good. Uh, good roll. He's going to have to eat all of the flowers that he did bring aboard. Uh, that'd be kind of funny. And conveniently enough, there's some raspberry brandy that he has to drink as well. All right. Uh, just to simplify, go ahead and roll a perception-based uh, diagnosis for me, if that's any different. Checking... Uh... Does not look like it would be any different. Um, yeah. So there is, a, I know there are some penalties to some diagnostic diagnosis that could have applied as like internal injuries and rare disease, but I don't think necessarily no. either of those are going to. No, those aren't going to apply. And you would have that. Okay. You did put the manual in there. All right. Uh, so given given that you were just starting to treat red for uh, uh, some kind of cold flu, whatever it is, um, you'll start poking around and you suspect uh, Furlong may be coming down with something as well, but uh, he hasn't said anything. Right. I have to keep my eye on him. I don't want to, you know, us to lose a week as we all die horribly on the, to the boat. Now you, uh, can recommend light duty or no duty, depending on how you want to handle that. No, not at the not at the moment. I don't think. Just let them go. Yeah, keep an eye on them, and then if they start to uh, seriously worsen, then you know step in. Because I know it's like you know if I got con crud, it's just like <laughs> it's just like yeah, you know, I, I just feel like crap. I don't necessarily uh, I'm not down or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the kind that has extra duty attached to it. All right. And uh, around midday, still raining. You guys are mostly just thumb twiddling, waiting for customs and uh, what about Sir and, Randall? Uh, when did he getting ready to go. And around that point, uh, Sir Randall finally shows up at the docks. Wow, he he's got he, he's got a, uh, a like a, one of those rainy clouds hanging right over his head. Sir Randall Actually, boards yeah, the probably ship. Probably a little bit more. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> yeah. I would, is it a rain cloud or is it more of the thunder cloud? It could have probably stormy. More, it could have lightning. It's, it's That's probably a rain cloud. More, yeah, it's probably more of a thunder cloud because I'm really, really cheesed off at the GM. In no. Sims, what's the icon for when your Sim gets sad? Oh, not sad. I'm mad. I'm upset with Bonsignard. He could be sad, too. He could be sad and... Uh, yeah, there's probably a little bit of sadness, too. Yeah, so if okay. you're both, right. are you smad? Smad. 
Mads. Oh, sure we were something. wondering where you were at. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Apparently, Bonsignard set a rather devious and... Well, I don't want to talk about it. And I kind of wave you know, the, the letter at uh, Spencer's like, that freaking fro- that stinking frog. And then uh, uh, Matt, uh, Captain Hayden, I, I take up for you. It's like, we're ready to set off. <laughs> set off whenever ready. Oh, wait. It looks like you are ready. We Good are, man. sir. We are just waiting to be cleared by customs. And then we can be on our way. Good, good. Excellent, excellent. We'll have to find him to see if he's sick. I hand, uh, yeah, I I kind of like, you believe this, man? I don't know what's going on. The uh, letter that he's waving in Spencer's face uh, has a seal on it, and it has not been opened. I'm sure this is just uh, another way of gloating. And then I kind of, you know, um, I don't know. I would I hand it to Spencer, or like, or just kind of you know, leave it where Spencer can take hold of there, it. There, there is a table back there. Uh, I think there was mention of slapping it down or something. Yeah, I, I would definitely slap it on the table and kind of go back to you know, un, un uh, taking stuff out of pockets and where putting stuff away the... as in prep for the journey. Where's the uh, where's the image of the deck? Because I'm wondering if I sh- would be indoors or out. Oh well, that depends. I guess. Well, you're probably indoors because it's raining. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. If he throws it down on my table, I'm I am nosy. Uh, thanks to my uh, quirk of being nosy, and I will. <laughs> Not even think about it as I pick it up and break the seal and read it. Spencer's player has been informed what the message says. Yes. Um, hmm, Can't how believe this, Bonsignard. I assume he's yeah. just more gloating, but man, you think you'd have a little bit more class than that? Oh yes, uh, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, simply simply boasting about how he's smarter and generally better than <laughs> you are. Uh, and I'm going to be, like, holding it over uh, the candle so I can make sure to see it. Oh, I'd strongly Better. recommend against uh, against reading. It might just, you know, make your mood even worse. Oh, how clumsy of me as it catches on fire. Man, that thing just went up. Careful, bad. Don't burn the ship down. Ah. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, sir. Bollocks. Anyway, like I said, as you say, probably just more gloating on that freaky-deaky Frenchman's part. Uh, yes, uh, and, you know, well, I suspect your lady friend is as much of a victim of the, the Frenchman as you are. And that's what gets, and that's what gets me. It's like this poor young lass just, you know, brought about. Man, she was very sweet, though. I will miss that. Might have to make us, uh, make uh, plans to come back to uh, Cuba. Still, it, yeah. the, the, the chances of you running into her and, you know, in city or are exceedingly low. The sad thing is, you know, this, uh, Dr. Spencer, is she's an is, amazing woman. She's Sarandal is interrupted uh, by, uh, by Hooper uh, s- jumping through the door down the, down the stairs and says, uh, 
Sarandal, your lady friend is there on the docks. Wait, what? I, I think she's running twist? from something. What the twist? So I got, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of look at Spencer. It's like, you know, I, I've known Mr. Spencer to say things and have things occur. And I'm like, and I shake my head like, nah. It's like, well, I guess I got to go. Well, you don't have to. I mean, you could have just spent the points for no reason. And uh, so up I go to the deck. And indeed. Uh, actually, hang on. Do, do, do. Yeah. So just for uh, orientation purposes, this is actually the Havana docks in the area where you guys are, I think. Or roundabout, and oh, busy. Uh, this is a this is a much later image, obviously. What but you can see that the, these boats are uh, parked sideways against the wharf, and that there's a lot of crap on the wharf, uh, generally speaking. But there's this uh, distance between the wharf and these little awnings or whatever the hell this is uh, back there, where they have like vendor stalls and stuff like that to sell you the crap you don't need. Just so you you get a, an idea of the geography here. So, uh, assuming you are in the ship at the dock, uh, you uh, will look out across the uh, the wharf and see back in the stall area that uh, Lady Amira is there. Where's the stall area on this image? Uh, under the the roofs. You didn't change the picture like you were going. I did to, to a third one. No, I figured it would be completely different. Oh, no, picture. it's not completely different. I just fixed it. No, that is not as far. That's farther away than I thought it would be. Eh, it's not that bad, but there is a bit of distance there. So, uh, Sir Randall pops up to the deck, looks out, sees her over there. It also looks like she's sort of uh, avoiding someone who is uh, moving in her general direction. Also, she is not uh, not dressed in the the fine dress that you recall, which is uh, why you should have changed something the a picture. bit more something a bit more common at this point. She's going incognito, obviously. Does she notice us, or is she just like looking around? Or I would say that she keeps looking back uh, toward the ship and sees you uh, come up on deck and sort of waves at you, but. With a, a not so much a happy high look, it's more of a eh, somebody's after me look. Oh, so it's not long, uh, long longing looks, extended longing looks. So, being as the impulsive individual that I am, <laughs> I'll look in the direction of uh, whoever looks like he's stalking her, look at her, and kind of like wave her forward, like. There. He said, uh, being the impulsive guy, I was like, oh, God, he's about to jump onto one of the cannons and shoot it. Uh, no. There are a couple of rough-looking fellows that are intent upon her position. And uh, as she uh, she looks around and real quick and, and makes a path and starts to, starts to run for it, but the guys are catching her up. Okay, so, because I'm, all, again, being absolutely impulsive, uh we have any lines nearby that I can grab hold of and do the swing and catch her and pull her off the dock thing? Well, as it happens, uh, as you are laterally parked against the uh, wharfs and the guys are out there sort of getting ready with the braces to uh, 
back the back the topsails. Uh, somebody's standing there with a, a rope in hand. Oh yes, totally gonna grab this rope, take a few steps uh, back, you know, you know, get a good grip, and there you go. <laughs> no, well, I, I was gonna that. say if it, if it isn't got the uh, the Tarzan yell, then it's a fail. Well, it's it's the Earl Flynn, yeah, yeah. Uh, Does he Tarzan uh, yell? Uh, he does Tarzan yell, but I wasn't thinking Tarzan Errol Flynn. Was he Errol? Was he a Tarzan? I, think he was. I don't no. think he did Tarzan. Errol Flynn did not do Tarzan. He did not do Tarzan, but he's done all kinds of fun swashbuckling things. So, in true Errol Flynn fashion, I will take a mighty leap, uh, swing out, you know, attempt to uh, to to grasp her, and 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 swing back onto the boat, you know. Uh, whisking her away from the the you know mech- evil machinations of these men. Well, let's see here. I completely forgot to write this stuff down, but it's on Martial Arts 105. I have jumping, uh, acrobatics, lying. uh lots of uh, pennies, <laughs> and luck. You don't have to <laughs> jump to reach it. Oh, he's got Daredevil. That's going to help. Uh, yeah, well, I'll definitely get it for that. Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. You should be able to reach that, or at least close enough. Let's uh, give me a react universe reaction. See if it's long enough to actually get you all the way there, or uh, just a bit short. He's gonna roll crappy, and it's gonna break in mid swing. <laughs> Let's see reaction roll. Oh, my reaction rolls. This is three. First right? page. First page. Main. Reactions but, oh. under move encumbrance. Come on, it hasn't been that long. Universe is cold and indifferent. All right, uh, it'll be a bit short for you to grab her and swing back, but you can at least uh, close the distance very quickly. Let's see, looks like you need to make an acrobatics roll at the speed penalty for the distance travel. What's uh, so I'm gonna call that seven yards. That's maybe a bit long, but we'll call it that. So seven yards, that's going to be a penalty of minus four. Plus one for Daredevil. Plus one for Daredevil. Okay. You are not swinging by the legs. I will. I have to use two points of Vinny's. Make that a success. Success lets you swing and hop off at any point along your path. You're good for that. Okay. All right, that looks like it. So uh, that will drop you basically right, right in front of her, as the uh, the other two guys are catching up, and they're obviously going to see you show up right there and and assume that you are uh, challenging them somehow. Ha <laughs> How do you present good. yourself? Da, 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 da. Good sirs, I yeah you know, yeah I'll move my hand to this uh, sword without drawing it. I dare say you. Uh, Seems to be in some kind of uh, uh, there seems to be some kind of mistake. You are accosting this young late uh, woman, and uh, I will not have it. <laughs> Go on, my dear, make your way to the ship. I'll ensure these individuals are you know moving move along on their way. They seize her as she attempts oh, to uh, move around to. behind you, while stating that. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. Okay. One of them seizes her while she is attempting to move around behind you, 
the other one announces uh, to you that uh, this woman is my property, and I will be taking her back to work. Uh, no, it's full. Let's see. I, I wouldn't. Well, I probably have an idea of what he means, but I'm going to ignore that in this oh, particular there. instance. And uh, uh, all right. Well, I God's will... doing something impulsive too. Sweet. I I, I will um move. Let's see. I I want him to you know. I will definitely. So I will draw the sword, unhand her, or I will unhand you. You are attempting to intimidate, I take it. I would guess that's probably a true statement, though I don't have intimidate. Do you not? No, apparently I'm not a... Uh, I don't generally resort to intimidation. You do have a sword, and you have a trustworthy look about you. I think it's strength or will minus five plus or minus whatever bonuses. So, Claude has intolerance for bullies. Mm-hmm. So Claude is impulsively going to grab his Eskrima and hop off the ship and move to assist and be very, very angry. angry oh, yeah, face. this is definitely going to trigger. Well, I was going to say that... Oh, acting minus three? Uh, then that would be a success. Ooh, I have go. 12 acting. Uh, well... You also have fast talk, I believe, if not. I do have that. fast talk. So you could uh, use specious intimidation and okay. uh, get a plus three on that if, you, if you're if you willing to uh, to do oh, that. For sure. Absolutely. My fast talk is a 16. So. Uh, what are you going to tell them? Mm, that's a good question. Others are willing to help if you like. Yeah, I, I would. Probably, yeah. So I was like, uh, <clears throat> she, yeah, she has book, yes, she has. Do you know, point your guns at them? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's ah. see. She's under uh, under the protection of my myself and my crew. And if you do not dis, uh, depart, the, the, unhand her and depart these this dock now, I will ensure that my crew turns you into a bloody paste, Davino. <laughs> Is Davino going to help? Standing ready. Does he have his tree trunk? Oh, Worse, yes. he has a monkey on his shoulder who starts just screaming. All right. So, uh, I'll, I'll, it's not really all that specious, actually, but uh, I'll go ahead and give it to you oh. anyway. Uh, so, you can roll your fast talking. Holy so, success by three, then. So, yeah, that gets. So, what are the totals here? If Failed by two normally. No, it was, uh, if it was zero if acting, acting minus. Yeah, so success by zero based on acting, and I don't know if the sword in hand gives me any bonuses, uh, which might be one. I don't know. If that kind of goes into the display. Okay, so straight. then if the fast talk gives me a plus three, then it's success by three or four, depending or four, upon. Or four, yeah. Depending on okay. whether it gets the the bonus. And you were going to be outnumbered two to one, but now they're outnumbered two to one-ish. And they have a suspicion at this point, based on your fast talk roll, that they may be outnumbered like 10 to one. Especially so, with, seems uh, like you know, what, uh, they're probably the, not going to make it. 
what's the loyalty of the crew towards Randall? That'd be really funny too. Where it's uh, like if the rest of the crew starts boiling out of the, the, the ship and Captain Hayden's like, wait a minute. Okay, yeah, go go I do think some- everybody had a loyalty of around twelve ish or something like that initially. Some of them have more than that as uh, they have been assisted in the meantime. Although, speaking specifically of Furlong, uh, Payne was not present for that. Nope. Yeah, I don't have anything extra recorded there. But anyway, they're at least uh, they're at least average loyalty, if nothing else. Well, I just need All to right. see, you know haul up that big ass gun and go. Ooh. So the leader will make his resistance roll, which actually wasn't bad. But not nearly as good. The uh, the guy in charge, you might uh, you might be tempted to call him a pimp or a handler or a master or something. I don't know what's actually period appropriate. Thug. Thug. He uh, he says uh, something like uh, he he's putting a good face on it, so he's not like screaming and pissing himself. But uh, he looks at you, looks at everybody else. Looks at the little eyes. guy with the sticks and the eyes big guy back there the, with the, yeah, the tree trunk. It's like uh, spits. It says uh, it's damaged goods anyway. You should. Uh, yep. Uh, I will definitely take offense at that. And uh, it's like, you know, you okay. yeah, watch your tongue, sir. I'll make sure it is out of your head before you know it. Apologize to the lady. <clears throat> Let's see, given the uh, current status of his uh, resistance, I would say that he will look back at you with that uh, F.U. look on his face and bow and say, in Spanish, of course, uh, my deepest apologies, my lady, and then just kind of back on out of the way. Does she go and buy a Mira or Mercedes in general? It's a Mira, Mercedes, something Spanish. De Luna. De Luna. Uh, uh, something De Luna. Spanish. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, come, Amira, let's return to our ship. Yeah. Uh, she uh, stops cowering behind you after the uh, the guys start to back off. And uh, you, as you turn to uh, return to the ship and see her there, you notice that she does, in fact, have that flower with her. I will smile. <laughs> I see you got my note. <laughs> well, before we create any more of a scene, I say let's. Uh, I, my captain has the ship ready to go. Unfortunately, uh, you guys have no idea when uh, when you're going to see the customs guy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we haven't seen the customs guy. Uh... All right. Oh, and uh, just uh, a little bit after you guys are are sort of getting back on the ship, there was a, a handful of militia soldiers soldiers that sort of uh, hup 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 over in the, into the area, looking to see what the fuss was about. And uh, they look around for a minute. People are pointing in your general direction, and they just kind of yeah, whatever. What? Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Uh, as, uh, you guys are, uh, boarding the boat, Inara, or, Amira will stop (laughs) Sir Randall and say, uh, by the way, uh, it's Inara. Inara. Shiny. Isn't that the same name from, uh, 
It is technically bye, bye. the same name, yes. Okay. Why do you like, why I did I say shiny? Well, I I, I was sure of like is, is is that yeah shiny. <laughs> uh so while you are boarding, uh she while the the immediate danger has been uh, averted, she has not uh loosened up yet and in fact uh as you guys are getting on the deck, she tells you that she overheard her master and uh, the other guy, Don Marco, talking when uh, when after she had gone back to report in and says that uh, they were talking, or they were saying that Don Marco had actually sent a letter uh, on a ship headed toward Campeche. And that letter is accusing yourself and your company of smuggling. And that uh, the letter is bound for the Lieutenant Captain General of the uh, Yucatan. And it will ultimately result in your ship being impounded. Captain Hayden, are you hearing this? Indeed. Seems she to me that said, we must make as all haste. She says she points out uh, toward the uh, the exit. Hang on, that way, and says uh, that ship. It's called the Mercurio, and you can see that it is currently rounding the corner out there and making its way up the bay. And she says it's that one. That one has that one is the has the letter. Hmm. How would we stop such a ship? May I speak so, with you privately? Ab absolutely. Um, we'll step aside and the captain will say, how much do you trust this woman? Is it possible that she is playing you? Hmm. I think that, yeah, let's see. Uh, delusional. Yeah. Don't mean any disrespect, but you are quite partial to the wilds of a woman. Ah, uh, yes. Um, that's one way that's, to phrase it. <laughs> that's an interesting call. Uh, man horse, sir. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see. No, I thanks. have intuition. You know, as I've been reminded, I have intuition. <laughs> that's true. <you> <laughs> I have to remind him about his character. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was looking at all my... Uh, Disadvantages, but I didn't even think to look at my advantages. <laughs> you know, so uh, this only came up. Uh, the only reason I happened to uh, remember that is I got into a slight argument with uh, with the GM from last week uh, with regards to something he had uh, Damien Rush say to me. I'm like, I don't remember Madam Cassandra warning me about him. So I went back and listened to that that section in that old episode uh i don't remember what it was and it was like there was a bit in there where where you calm junkie is like you know blah 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 oh hey i have intuition i keep forgetting this <laughs> so i'm like oh yeah, yeah he has intuition <laughs> all right well as it uh as i see it at this point you have basically three potential answers to the question of whether or not she's telling the truth there is yes, there is no, and there is some. You may okay. roll like you into the box at, uh, I believe that's going to be minus three. 
four or three answers. I may be wrong about that, though. I don't can't remember the last time I've actually used that. Let's see. H I intuition sixty three. Yeah, that's how that worked. There's a rule. Mark, you could also use luck. Yeah, I I do intend to use luck. I guess. Bonus equal to the number of good choices. Penalty. Okay, so it's going to be basically even. Oh, so not a minus three. Fair enough. And so, I don't use luck unless I don't need it. Well, I won't tell you if you don't need it. Two, two more rolls. Very well. And, and I'll, I'll sit there pensively, like I'm. I, I, I was like, and and think about it, and you know. If, if it was like all the you know math above my head starts calculating and everything else, and Randall can rationalize it however he likes here, but right. his gut kind of tells him uh, she's probably telling the truth here. Yeah, because why would she come back here and lie? So yeah, it's like I I I I absolutely uh, am honored that you would give you know, your free you feel free to give me your opinion and. Uh, and no, I, no, I, no. I greatly appreciate it. Um, and this is, uh, and while I totally understand the concerns here, I, I don't believe, she, you know, in this particular case, she w is telling a lie. And she, A, I, I do believe that she was, was in danger of those uh, men, that her telling us this, uh, this would definitely be something that Bonson Yard would do. Uh, and, uh, uh, to t you know, to risk uh, putting herself at risk to tell us this seems out of character from what I do know of her. And I'd leave out the whole part that I think she's hot too. So if we leave without customs clearance, what's the repercussions of that? Yeah, they don't lower the chain. But how how do they know that we've been cleared? You have papers. Oh, do we wave papers at somebody on their way or? You know, somebody's going to have to come over and look at them. It is, however, uh, you guys being experienced seamen and experienced in the Caribbean, uh, at least for a couple of months nearly, uh, you know it is customary to uh, grease those skids. Yes. So I will, it's like, leave customs to me. <clears throat> I'll see what I can do to speed this up. Uh, and, um, I have an interesting, weird question. Is it possible to sneak up on a boat at night and sneak on board? Uh, this is just forward planning. Brain Depends thoughts. on the boat and the situation. Uh, you know, you've, you've actually run into that situation before, uh, back in Kingston, you had people trying to swim up to the boat with a friggin' bomb. Yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, at, at sea. Oh, at sea? Oh, I would say that's God, really no. difficult. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, how would it be? Would it? There's. Is there? How would we delay said? Oh, that okay. I see what we you're. To... I see where you're going. So, um, strategies that I can think of off the top of my head that uh, your character would probably also think of. Uh, you can either blow up the ship so it can't go anywhere. <laughs> probably not the probably not first choice. Oh, you pirate. can catch up to the ship and try to talk to them. You can get there first and head them off. Uh, 
in motion, I don't know what other options you'd really have right, other right. than uh, other than those. Okay, well, that, that I mean, you could potentially good. get somebody else involved, I suppose. How would we? Is there would there be a way to prevent them from leaving this particular port and slow them down? If you grease got some palms, start maybe. Say that again. I'm sorry. Maybe you could grease some palms so that and their customs like clearance this. is um, invalidated. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the issue with that is they're on their way out already. Wait, where's the chain? I thought it was at a harbor point where they have to. It's at the pay. exit. Yeah. So they still have to. Yeah, hold on. They still have to get there, show somebody, you know, wait for somebody to show up, show them the papers, and then the chain to lower, and then carry on, right? So there is some time that they have to deal with. Where? Where the hell did I put that? What if I was able to convince a? Uh... Right, chain is here. Right. You are here-ish. Mm -hmm. So it is here-ish and uh, making its way out. So, yeah, so you have to get to customs and get them to release you, which will take a little bit of time. By the time you get back to the ship, they are going to be through the chain and on their way. Okay. Anyhow, all right. So first things first. Unless you could report that they're doing something illegal. And they so that get to that get to there first. Yeah, but uh, then they're going to have to react to it. They're going to they're still going to be out of the chain before anybody can respond. I mean, they could shoot at it or something, but they're probably not going to. Right. All right. So darn it. Anyway, I was that was kind of hoping that I could do something along those lines. But if that's not the case, then off to customs. Then it seems like I must be getting my way to customs and getting us out uh, out of this port. Are you taking anybody with you? Uh, Hayden seems to know a lot of. Well, Hayden needs to keep the ship ready, so Hayden can't speak Spanish either. Oh, that's right. right. Um, uh, Kelly. Um, Can you, uh, set up like Mr. Spencer, so if you have a moment. Okay. Right. We need to. Uh, apparently, oh, we need to speak with these customs agents and get them to release us. Yeah. What did know. Spencer say to Amira? I was waiting for the GM to notice that. Oh, right. Yeah, I meant to get back to that. Okay, so Spencer, uh, while while Sir Randall is talking to Captain Hayden off to the side, uh, you do have a brief second where you could uh, speak to uh, Inara. Um, he's gonna probably say uh, quietly under or you know under his breath in Spanish. Uh, so it's like mostly for her. Uh, flat out that uh, Sir Randall has not read the letter from uh, Boissonade. She is. You would you would take her expression as a mixture of relief and horror. Yeah, that's one of those where it's like, mm, yeah. Mm. And uh, you made some rolls earlier. What were those for? Did I? Oh yeah, when she was uh, telling. Uh, yeah, Tell I did the the body language and detect lies. Okay. Yeah, she's your hey, uh, yeah, ship is doing the thing. Your impression of her body language at that point is sort of shame slash subservience. In this case, you feel like uh, she's probably she she does not think she deserves to be here, 
I guess would be how I would interpret that. And uh, and as far as whether or not she's lying, uh, given that it it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem appropriate logical. Having said that, apparently, uh, given where I put you guys, uh, the customs house is not as far away as I was thinking it was. So it is uh, right there, How actually. Convenient. So you don't have to run that far, apparently. And the uh, rain has stopped, so uh, you won't uh, slide past it. All right, so, uh, so Randall we... rushes out, grabs Spencer, and heads off to the uh, customs house to expedite matters. How much are, we are you going to expedite? There, sir, That's a good uh, question. Of course. No, you should probably ask her to stay. Oh, well, that's true. Like, because uh, again, overco- uh, overconfident, probably, you know, definitely impulsive is like for your safety. Uh, <coughs> my lady, so he runs I, off the I, boat, I, yeah. runs back, says, stay here, and then runs back. <laughs> stay. All right. You uh, you'll go run over. We won't we won't drag this out too much, but uh, you'll run over to the customs house, uh, bully past uh, whatever queue is in there, and uh, say uh, we need to go right now. Can we get this uh, hurried up? So, how are you going to uh, execute this? Um, I'm going to come up with uh, some elaborate, plausible reason that we have to be released. Now and um, have no one's mentioned to me if we've actually been inspected already. Uh, no, um, we have been inspected already, haven't we? No, we haven't. No, they haven't come out to inspect yet. Maybe I can make it seem like I we have already been. Inspected? Well, you have a manifest and there's nothing on it. Oh, that's true. Nothing but provisions. So really, you could just go in there and wave some money in his face, and he might be that might be good enough. It's true. The only thing that I could have bought here was tobacco. That's all over the place. True. Trying to see if there's a way I can grease the skids, uh, so and make them amiable to hear me out, and with just without money. Well. Anybody got any ideas in that regard? I have di- I have diplomacy, appeal to their kindler, gentler natures, and yeah, some fast talking. Well, fast diplomacy talk is typical. To, yeah. Well, I was thinking diplomacy to make them, you know, to make them amiable towards ah. me, and okay. then fast talk it out. Uh, so one thing you can, uh, one thing you can do here, is uh, something that I picked up out of social engineering is the same way that it works for intimidation, where you use specious intimidation, that is, you roll fast talk to convince them of something, that something is true, so that when you make the intimidation roll, you get that bonus. You can do the same thing with other skills. And so in this case, you could use fast talk to make the situation seem like it's really dire and you've got to get out of here. And that gets you a plus three on the diplomacy attempt to uh, convince them to let you get on with it. I, I would say, but yeah, okay. So I that think is referred to as manipulation, by the way. Well, with dishonest face of his dishonest face and my honest face, we just kind of like. I guess you two cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
And I will definitely be pulling in my uh, uh, Fair High Society into this. Would you use, let's see, I don't know if you could do all of them at once, uh, but you might use one or the other. Uh, they're about the same, so. Whichever way you want to. Do you want to give and take here, or do you want to impress upon him your uh, your position? Uh, I think give and take in this these particular cases. Yeah, right. So, uh, situation's dire, and, oh, and, you know, I'd like to make sure we get out of here, because I, I wouldn't want any of my crew to make anyone in this port ill. Ooh. There you go. That's thinking. All right, bring it. Um, uh, actually, no, could I, no, I, could I oh, throw in a medical angle where I'm like explaining the illness of the uh, once he says, I don't want any of my crew to get ill and go, oh, yeah, like uh, like Mr. Red, you know, he's starting and then start describing uh, symptoms that are not as dire as I'm making them sound. Why the hell not? I'll take it. Yay! OK, so <clears throat> what would that be? Position? Maybe diagnosis. Uh, I think I'll go with physician, in which case he will use uh, much larger words than normal. You have a much better command of the Spanish language, I think, oh, as well. Yeah. Okay, so that'll get him the assist. Uh, so that is uh, plus four to the diplomacy. And your give and take here is that, look, oh, if you just man. sign off on this, nobody has to go over there and get exposed. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make a roll like he's actually going to get this. You succeeded by 13. <laughs> I know. Dude. I almost I almost saw that five turn. I'm like, oh, please. I saw one, one. I'm like, oh, this would be the best time. That was a very average roll. All right. Yeah. Uh, he is horrified at the idea of sending anybody over there onto your plague ship. And says, here, just give me the damn paper. It's just stamp, stamp, upper stamp. abdominal distension. Get out of here before you cause a problem. Absolutely, sir. No, we'll make sure we'll leave your port post-haste. All right. Well, you've managed to well cut said. down the delay. Yeah, as, as we leave, well said, Sir Spencer. That's not really all that true, right? I mean, we're not all like going to like have... You know, blood coming out of our eyes and noses, right? Well, who knows? Did I say that? Well, you did kind of allude to it. But did I say that? No, I, honestly. You said so, yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> honestly, I, did I did I say that? I I missed. It. I mean, I missed it. Uh, well, you didn't leave. You did leave a lot to the imagination. I'll say that. But it worked. I'm just hoping that that was an embellishment. Okay, well, oh you guys uh, hurry back to the ship and uh, give everybody the good news, wave the papers, and uh, Captain Hayden can give the orders. We are clear to, le uh, to leave port. Cast uh... aside the mooring lines, Mr. Whoever normally takes <laughs> care of it. On it. You just yell and somebody does it. Well, we're, we've got sufficiently small crew that he may... Uh... He may actually call, you know, people out individually. That's right. Well, yeah, but yeah, whatever. No, so you totally guys, right. Uh, I went full, full Doctor House on him. You guys got eight up on the uh, control roll, so you have zero problems uh, 
getting out of dock, except dun, dun, dun. as soon as you cast off the mooring lines and start to uh, start backing sail to uh, get away from the dock, uh, you see that uh, somebody is passing behind you guys uh, and is apparently having some trouble getting uh, turned around and is delaying you somewhat. They will move on. It wasn't much of a delay, but for a minute there, you were starting to go, oh, yeah, right. Does it seem deliberate? No, it doesn't. Uh, these guys are clearly just uh, not particularly great seamen and having a bad day. Let's see. So, uh, as you guys are casting off and uh, and getting going, uh, actually, no, I'll save that for later. You guys are busy at the moment. With Hayden's general seamanship experience, are we slower or faster or roughly the same as the boat we're following? Okay, so... Um... As you guys are making your way out, you can see that other ship that she pointed to. And you break out the spyglass, you can see that the name is, in fact, Mercurio. This is the right one. And it is a... Hang on. It is a brigantine, uh, a little bigger than you guys, 65 tons. And... All we seem to run into are ships that are a little bigger than us. Well, it's because you're really small. We need a bigger ship. Well, um, there's nothing... Upgrade. We're taking theirs. There's nothing uh, that particularly stands out to you about this ship, except that uh, you guys are fairly evenly matched as far as uh, performance goes, probably. Uh, you can give me a perception-based seamanship role, if you like. If you wish to expand on that knowledge, I do. Wow. Damn, by 11. Just damn. Uh, your quick observation would say that uh, their handling of the sheets has been pretty spot on and that she's riding a little low. So we should be faster and able to catch her quickly. Possibly. Oh, until she opens fire with the cannons. I would say get all the cannons that we want ready to go and then hail them that we wanted to parlay. So it's going to take you a good 30 minutes or so to get out of the get out of the bay. And uh, they're uh, already hitting open water out there, which, uh, by the way, you can see the uh, surf outside the bay is uh, pretty, pretty heavy. So you're not going to be in for some chop once you get out there. Uh, but you did, guys, did manage to get out fast enough that you are uh, catching the outgoing tide, so you're going to be okay, even though the winds are pretty anemic right now and uh, and not being very helpful. While you guys are in transit, you've got a bit. Uh, people can uh, let out a breath here and there, and uh, Hoop goes over to Inara and uh, welcomes her back. Uh, you'll note that uh, Dora has been kind of watching her from uh, her perch and sort of raises an eyebrow now and again, like, who the hell is this? Honestly, uh, I'm probably watching her too. You have heard a bit of muttering from Mr. Mockridge uh, about uh, a woman on board, to which uh, Mr. Sherd points out that, well, 
but there's Dora also. He's like, well, yeah, okay, sure. And you will also note that, uh, at least Payne will note, as uh, Inara passes by Mr. Furlong, he uh, gives her a good checkout on the way by and then looks back at Sarandal and gives him a an approving nod. He totally gave you a guy nod. I know, right? <laughs> In the meantime, uh, where is she going to sleep? Well, because, you know, Fandle's all kind of impulsive. He didn't think about that. No, he didn't, did he? All right. Uh, I have, have, have to go below and start, uh, you know, trying to figure that out. FYI. Yep. Uh, so the uh, the tall image, actually, both of these images are of the same uh, area. Actually, I guess the other one is better. You will note back here that there is a settee there. Uh, this happens to be the captain's side of the ship. And I don't know. I don't remember exactly. Actually, let's uh, find out who went where we put. Ah, okay. We put the captain on this side and then Payne on the other side. So that, so the side that you're looking at in this image is Payne's side. Now, uh, last week we discussed that uh, there are actually partitions available that you could partition off the cabins. Uh, are have you done that or not? Does yes, Sir Randall sleep yeah. in a closed cabin? I would probably say yes, and especially for Dora's sake, we would probably have done that because now the her now the, I'm sure the section that Spencer she's sleeping in. Would've... The section that she's sleeping in is is in that direction. Right. Uh, that's the next one over, and that one has its own partitions. Uh, but you also have Claude sleeping in there too, so you've got the the two of them in the bunk and one over the other. And the crew's probably also kind of thinking, you know, giving Claude the hey, way to go, sleep in the same area that Dora, way to go. It's the only way she can get a like. Well, Only way Claude can get a pleasant conversation. Uh, uh, so, probably, anyway. Probably, initially, um, kind of planned to, I guess, hot bunker in my bunk, and then initially, probably sleep on the SETI, leaving her, you know, being the gentleman I am, her a bunk, and I'll sleep on the SETI, unless she's up, and then I'll sleep on the bunk, or we'll figure something out. Or, so we, this... hot, or we hot, depending on the shifts, hot bunker on... Uh, Dora's bunk, right. potentially. That's possible. Okay, so this other image is uh, forward of the uh, those cabins, and you have the the settee here, uh, which has got its own little enclosure, and then to the other side of the uh, companionway door, uh, in that direction is Dora and Claude. FYI, so there is uh, there is that settee, and then there's the one at the back here. The, the one at the back is also right next to the head. And so there's a, a bit of in and out over there. So, so now that you're ultimately, oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, because Randall's probably now really just coming to the understanding like, oh, well, now bunking is probably a problem. Like I said, he'll probably play the, well, like I said, the gentlemanly thing and give her his bunk initially and then come up with some kind of work with 
Aiden and Spencer well, to come up with. All right, is there a way we could give at least a two? If if and he's not entirely sure about he doesn't know about Claude and potentially even bring up putting Claude back with the the rest of the men. Will he bring that up to Claude? Well, I would bring that up to the leadership. I wouldn't bring that up to Claude necessarily. And I'd probably assume Spencer would be like, no, 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 it's perfectly fine. That's, yeah. <laughs> I am going to assume that uh, these conversations, being on a small ship, are probably hearable by others in the general vicinity. Right. And uh, remind Claude that Claude actually has a hammock on his character sheet. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else does, but I know Claude does. Nope, I don't. I should get one, though. Well, if uh, somebody wanted to give up their bunk and uh, sleep in a hammock and had, say, for example, personal planning points. I've only got one of those. So I've already used mine. If, if, Claude is, if Claude overhears this discussion, uh, he'll run over and say, uh, basically explain he's got a hammock and he can give up his bunk and uh, set up the set up the hammock in that same area where the where Dora is. Oh well, there's not enough room in there to hang a hammock, but uh, you could easily hang the hammock in the hold anywhere you like, pretty much. Yep. There's probably some other spots in there where you could wedge it in, get out of the way. All private, like or semi-private. Yeah. Well, nobody's hanging out in the hold most of the time. Okay, so uh, Claude is going to give up his bunk for Inara and sleep in a hammock somewhere else. Question Maybe up mark. here with the cat. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Your that question gracious, settled. Claude, so thank you for this. You guys are probably going to be discussing that uh, for a while uh, while you are in the process of moving out. And... I think at this point, so once you guys hit the chain, uh, you guys uh, will get cleared to leave. They'll lower the chain. And uh, there is a current, a fairly strong current leading out of the entrance to the bay. But fortunately, because the tide is going out, it is helping you instead of hurting. And you get dumped right back into the uh, the deep ocean. Dun, dun, dun. Not yet. That one. And off you go. You make a, you hang a left out of the bay and uh, start sailing. sailing well, she probably, probably chat to the, you know, with the uh, the new passenger. Oh, of course. Indeed. I mean, yeah, like, I mean what? Yeah. You just like uh, basically abducted her. Oh. Well, I guess that's sort of true said come aboard now stay aboard we're leaving <laughs> so I hope you know. didn't have like a, you know a kid or or family <laughs> back there uh, so well, i guess the big question is is what is this going to do to his one in every port i know right I, I'll, this I is going to change thought, that yeah this will change that well, if she's around, well, it's not that he is. Well, technically, in every port with him, <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, That's breaking the spirit. That, of it it definitely will have some like hey, we're going to this port, and I forget. Oh yeah, she's here. Uh oh. 
<laughs> Just and make us stay on the ship. I know how many of them are baby mamas, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it should be all of them. That's just because you're mean. Well, maybe. All right. Um, I am going to call for a brief intermission. intermission. We'll get to the next part. Okay. Break. Use it or lose it. Okay, we're back. All right. Getting on to the sailing part. Uh... I need, well, okay, almost. I need two things from, I guess I'm going to have pain roll it. Uh, I need two reaction rolls. Can we see the ship ahead of us? Yes, I'll get to that in a moment. Boo. Okay. Boom. Like Sonara. Mia does not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Settled. He's a cheeky. And next thing. But okay, so uh, for the record, uh, you guys are going to be doing a quote-unquote chase. This is not going to be using the, the chase rules necessarily. Uh, what is going to be happening is you guys are going to be on the same course. And based on how you do during the sailing thing will determine whether or not you get ahead of them or you stay behind them. For the record, right now they are about ten miles ahead of you, which is uh, well before the horizon. If you're up in the tops, uh, if you're on deck, I th it's still before the horizon. They're not that far away. Uh, definitely far enough, or definitely far close enough that if you uh, use a spyglass, you can probably see what's going on on the deck. Potentially, I guess that's four X, so that would be. Effectively two and a half miles. Mm, yeah, you probably can't make it out too well still. At any rate. Uh, let's see. So do you need anything on that? I will show you this map. Wherever it is. I did not put it. Why didn't I put it on there? That's a dumb thing stuck. to do. I'm going to put it on there now, damn it. Um, That is the... Where the hell... Over there. No, not there. Not helping. Why would you think I was? Okay, there. Uh, well, that's so a map. This is a, a closer, more detailed map of the uh, the area where you are going. Um, you'll note that the uh, magenta line there is following what is an actual trade route uh, to Campeche or thereabouts. And, um, yeah, so you know that the, the two ships are following essentially the same path. Um, and you can kind of see what you're going to have to deal with on the way. Since you guys did plenty of research, you note that uh, there are shallower waters uh, at the north of the Yucatan Peninsula, but not so shallow that you're going to have a problem. It's not like crossing the Great Bahama Bank or anything. Um, uh, but beyond that, you've got the uh, the Yucatan Channel to deal with, the, the Gulf Stream going north uh, in between the two. And, uh, and that's pretty much uh, the extent of the potential problems. You also know that uh, the Yucatan is really flat. And so you have to be pretty close to it to even see it uh, while you're at sea. 
I will probably mark your progress on that map, which I should not have closed. All right, I'm gonna fix that. Done, fixed. All right, next bit. So uh, yeah, 10 miles behind them, and uh, you'll you'll get to make your rolls, and we'll see if uh, see if you can catch them up. Next part is stability. So uh, what we're gonna do is roll will for everybody. You can roll it openly. Um, you will add born sailor or born seaman if you have that. I don't think any of you do except for Rogers. And if you fail, you will gain one uh, long-term point. Uh, let's see, oh yeah, there are some mods though, hold on. Um, I think I had you at plus one to your will. Everybody make a will plus one. And it looks like everybody's gonna be okay. Barely. Three by six by ten by three by zero. Let me make a note. Spencer is six. sleeping in the hold. Claude is zero. Now these numbers can change throughout, so be aware of that. Uh by three, depending on uh, how things go. If you have a bad day, that could lower that. So Claude could end up going getting stressed. Let's uh say that correctly. Uh, Hayden is 10. Hayden is just fine. And Sir Randall is... Yeah, which one? Three. Hayden's probably recovering stability points. Maybe. Well, that's kind of hard to do with, you know, a bunch of other dudes around. So, for the record, I've, uh, I've already rolled for everybody else on the crew, and I know what their status is going to be. Uh, for the record... During the voyage, if you would like to, for example, uh, try to make the morale situation better somehow, uh, you can have the opportunity to do some stuff and potentially get them some bonuses. I'm going to play my musical instrument. If you play badly, it will not help. I got a 13 in it. I'm not terrible. I'm of course, quite, uh, quite confident. You got to play while. Uh, while riding this ship in choppy waters. So that might be uh, interesting. That said, uh, so that morale boosting, just put that in, in your hopper as a thing you can do. Uh, so travel endeavors. Uh, last time, the only stuff that we had going on was Spencer was copying uh, Davino's uh, yeah. journal. And I was going to ask how far into that he has gotten. At this point, um, I don't know. Did I not? Did I... you put that on the sheet? I thought you had. Maybe. Uh, looking. I'm trying to get there. Now you put that under research, magicy stuff. So you got 15 hours in that. Yes, and then I wrote some stuff down. I just have to find it. Okay, I don't remember how many hours we said it was going to take, but uh, I think you've got a while. By the way, uh, Andricus, uh, Mr. Spencer is in the process of copying uh, Polange's journal. Well, as long as it doesn't break it. And yeah, in the process, have, he's uh... learning all the stuff. You will also be able to take put a point into uh, into Hidden Lore Hunters if you desire, if you're actually reading it. And uh, if you're not reading it, you can use it as a manual, and that will allow you to default hidden lore hunters 
should you need to, which you normally can't. How do you properly spell her name? Since I have it as Mira, I need to change it. Way ahead of you. Actually, only slightly ahead of you, but never mind that. All right, next bit. Uh, so, right, anybody, does anybody have a long task that you want to accomplish uh, during the voyage? I had mentioned or meant to mention the idea of uh, Hayden doing training as a long task like that, uh, specifically for navigation and whatnot, just command in general, I suppose. Hayden will be doing that. So rather than uh, the way we've been doing it, we'll just consider that a long task. You're you're teaching everyone, and they will gain the benefits of that. Claude is attempting to learn navigation uh, and is therefore benefiting from this training. I presume that to mean that Claude is uh, taking special or or additional uh, attempts to learn. Yeah. Uh. Okay, well, if anybody has anything else, uh, the only other thing that I'm aware of is that Davino has previously said that his SOP during transit is to uh, prepare cartridges and that sort of thing. So anybody that needs cartridges made can potentially go to Davino to have that handled. So Claude is uh, just one more thing that isn't going to come up, come up right now, but is kind of a long-term plan. Uh, Claude uh -huh. is actually going to probably approach Dr. Spencer um, about learning how to read. Uh, it's hey, funny. We were I just have a, having a discussion about that. I have a 13 in teaching. Yep. And uh, yep. Claude was tossing up between Dr. Spencer and, and Randall, and then it's like Randall is all over his girlfriend right now. So. Yeah, that's going to get annoying real fast. Uh, so given well, that... no, because honestly, I'd put her to work, or or oh, we'd find something damn, for her to do. Damn. Oh, that's not right. Okay, that's just not that's not at all what I meant. <laughs> uh huh. One uh -huh. pimp to the next. I know. <laughs> Dang, guys are just wrong. We're not uh, the one so... that just abducted a lady and impressed her into service. So, as far as uh, Claude's uh, learning to read is concerned. Uh, you only need one point to get to broken in, or I guess that's called semi-literate. Um, and basically you will be able to take as much time as Spencer is willing to take to um, train. Uh, Amara also speaks fluent Spanish. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, doing that with, uh, with you know, teaching Claude how to, to read. You know, if it gets out and other members of the crew want to get involved, then yeah, that's that's probably fine. And that will undoubtedly happen as uh, as it becomes obvious that Claude is being taught to read. Some of the others will kind of poke in and start picking up some stuff here and there, and maybe eventually. And, and the absolutely hysterical thing that uh, I'm thinking uh, needs to happen is. I'm gonna teach her, teach him whatever to read using uh, Davino's journal, right? Because that that'd be just funny, you know. Somebody so, like super, 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 super superstitious going, wait, what is this? So six months is up, and the entire crew knows how to read, and they also have hidden lore hunters. 
Nice. I can dig it. Except the one that uh, said no and, you know, broke and grabbed the cannonball mm. and went over the side and just went straight to the bottom. All right. So uh, we are going to do the daily travel as we have been. Uh, we had been having Nosh do the control roles, and he is not here, so someone will have to sub in for him. Having said that, we will get right to it. Um, first off, we need the navigation roll. You get a plus two for the equipment and a plus two for coastal travel at this point. You are following the north coast of Cuba and will be for the entire day. All right, and that was Captain Hayden. Mm-hmm. By 13. Wow. He didn't even have the assist like he normally does. Nope. All right. Uh, next, we have the control roll. Whoever's going to do that. The mods are handling minus two. Uh, the C conditions are actually not that bad right now. Uh, minus zero. And you guys are not shorthanded because these sick guys are continuing to work. So minus two is the extent of it. That was you the same. just roll. roll that off Roger's sheet? Since well, technically he would roll. be doing that. Uh, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't need to be his skill roll here because uh, that technically he's not the one driving. But Davino uh, doesn't is... do anything. Make him roll it. I was leaning toward making Davino do it. I think he may have been doing it before. That's wow. lame. Okay. Gonna be Bye. like that today. Wait, how's he got? Seven. Oh, that's Hayden. Yeah, that's well, you why I can't do that. A lot better than my senior ship. Yeah, but that's the point. It's more fun if you roll. It's more fun if somebody else rolls. Somebody else roll. I withdraw my roll. Palaji, roll that dice. Oh no, here we go. Minus two. Right. Minus two. It's okay if you fail. By the way. It's not going to destroy anything. Oh, hey, you All right. Yeah. Today was easy. All right. Next is the lookout roll. Uh, speed is going to be zero. So no modifier. Roger, Roger. Bye, Done. Five. All right. Well, that's going to get us 13, 14, and 19. Jesus. Boom. So I'm going to put you down for 19, and I, and, you know, I wonder if I shouldn't have made a cap on that. So, oop, that's interesting. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. And so noted. Let's see, where does that put you? 16. Damn. Did we already Damn. arrive? No, you did not. You but, want to catch up. Okay, so uh, for the day, uh, the wind has, as uh, previously indicated, was really light. And so you guys were not moving particularly fast today. And it was also uh, coming from the northwest, uh, at least when you left. And the countercurrent basically meant that you were not moving very quickly. Uh, comparatively, at least. Um, toward the latter part of the day, the, the wind shifted a bit more north and was a little more favorable. Uh, that's probably where you made most of your progress. 
Uh, as stated, you guys are moving west, uh, curving toward the southwest, following the the Cuban coast. And that where is my map? You got oh, you know I needed the ship token. Where's the ship? Yeah, screw it. I'll use the other. One. I'll just use the other map. If you do a search in the um, tokens box, yeah, I need to remember. You type that ship, it'll come up straight away. Okay, well, anyway, sail. you guys are going to end up uh, somewhere around here. So you didn't make all that much progress in itself. However, uh, you actually passed the uh, the ship you were following, the Mercurio. Ah, awesome. They were apparently not handling that change of wind as well as you were. Uh, you were way more prepared for it. So, uh, question I have is... How do you pass them? Or rather, uh, do you pass close by? And or which side do you pass on? And I'll tell you why I'm asking. Because they might uh, shoot at us. first off, if you were hostile, you would pass on the windward side, which would uh, give you the wind gauge and uh, put you in an advantageous position against them. Uh, Generally, if you are being subservient or you are uh, saluting another ship, for example, or if you just want to seem less hostile, you pass on the leeward side. So. Well, the captain will relay that information to Randall for him to make the decision. So. So two questions, get... which side and how close? Well, I. I would say we probably don't want to come off as in, in immediately hostile, but if we could potentially parlay with them and maybe get that letter off of them, might be would be advantageous. Or do we want to plan on since Hayden's probably made it very apparent that we're going to like overtake them and take a uh, a prominent lead on them would it be better to wait and catch them as they approach port and then try and get a hold of that letter which gives some fun you know in a meta sense gives claude some fun opportunities to uh practice her skills at uh, acquiring interesting things that sounds like uh that sounds like a perfect time for intuition doesn't it yes it does it's been an hour right how is the mail normally delivered is it taken to By an ship. office or is it no once you're in port is it delivered to an office or is it handed to like a customs officer or something i don't think there is an office for that or anything if if you're delivering it to some some guy then you go there and say hey where is this guy i need to deliver a letter i'm not aware well i mean i guess they have postal services i don't know if they have post offices that way perhaps we could pretend to be a postal officer and intercept the letter before it gets to where it's going. Oh, that would be highly irregular. Yeah, nobody. You shouldn't know that they have a post on there. And also, you're an English ship. You're flying English colors, and they're probably not going to want to stop for you because they're going to think you're out. No, I mean, once we hit port. Oh, when you hit port. Well, that's nothing. Yeah, so we, we pretend to be... You know, the person that they're normally delivering post to. Well, you got a while for that matters. 
half a week to a week. Okay, so uh, Sir Randall checks his gut to see what he feels like. The number of uh, potential answers here is either stop or don't stop, I guess, and, or attempt to stop them and don't attempt to stop them. And so uh, his gut, he's kind of thinking, you know, if we just keep on like this, we're going to beat them there by days and can do whatever we like. That's true. true. You could get there and smooth the the guy who's the letters for and, you know, basically mention, yeah, this, this dude back there in Havana, you know, totally hates me and was like lying about all sorts of stuff. That's true. So carry on then. Uh, pass on the safe side and uh, I don't know, flash our warmest greetings and, you know, good sailing to them. Open the gun ports as a sign of respect. Absolutely. <laughs> In fact, you know, have everyone with torches near the, you know, waving near the fire uh, near them so that. Uh, everyone you know. bear your bottoms at the other ship. To the windward rail. Um. All right. Uh, how close do you want to get to him? Out of cannon range. Right. So a bit. You can shoot out to a mile, so you're not going to be. Uh, you're not going to be very close. That's fine. All right. So having said that, we will move on to the next stuff. So, um, as uh, stated before, the sick list for today is. Mr. Sherd and uh, Mr. Furlong has indeed begun to show symptoms and is feeling poorly. Uh, the physician is seeing to them. Uh, they are in the process of making their health rolls, which have already been made behind the scenes, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Also, uh, Miss Inara is uh, pretty much out of it for the entire day because she is barfing over the rail. Right. Welcome to the probably, probably also should have had you know you should have like tried to get as much information from her as possible about uh, about this whole uh, escapade that we're involved in. Oh uh, well, yeah, it does, you know, knowing that we're going after treasure and that I have no love of Bonsignor, does she have anything to provide information? That's not what I meant. I meant the. Uh, the the whole letter thing. Oh, minor that correction. Bird. It's... Oh. She is not barfing over the rail. She is just uh, quote unquote miserably queasy all day. Uh, minus two on all decks and IQ checks. Blah blah blah. Uh, she didn't fail quite that badly. Gotcha. Also, as the uh, day wanes, uh, you spot or rather. You get the call out for sail and, or actually uh, ship, because there weren't any sails, uh, which is why it was kind of close when you spotted them. There is a sloop off to the larboard, inward toward the shore, and uh, you didn't see it particularly well, well, because it had bare poles up there. The, the sails were furled, and as you closed... Uh, past it, you see that uh, it appears to be beached, or rather, uh, it's it is uh, on a shoal or a reef or something, and uh, the occupants are clearly trying to get off it. You will also note that the uh, 
Mercurio, which is at this point uh, a couple of miles behind you, uh, does not appear to be vectoring in their general direction. In fact, it is staying well offshore. Captain will quickly look at his charts. Do we see any reefs marked where this boat is potentially oh, grounded? All over the north coast of Cuba. Yeah, it is definitely jagged up there. Um, with the spyglass, can we see anything that would suggest a potential threat in them? What would you consider threatening? Like lots of guns. Your observation would be that uh, they appear to be busying themselves trying to get off the reef and uh, don't appear to be armed or pointing arms in any general direction that you can tell. And do they seem to be going about it the right way? Or are they well, flailing about? Hey, well, give me a perception-based seamanship roll. Oh, and I'm right. rolling well. I forgot to mention that they're uh, flying Spanish colors. Uh, yes, by 11. You are rolling well. Spanish merchant colors. Um, and I totally should have had that uh, flag out here. Damn it. And my flags are not working. I completely forgot to fix those. Yeah, I can't show it to you anyway. Um, so... You got a real good look, and you figure they don't look like they're flubbing it. It looks like they'll probably be able to get off there in a few hours, uh, maybe. And they're not hailing us or anything. Just You could help. It would be helpful. But they're Spaniards. They are Spaniards. That could be good for uh, international relations. Wait, 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 wait. Can we sail near enough so that we could holler to them? Uh, if you like. You guys are moving pretty slow, actually. Because perhaps we could find out where they're headed. Um, get some information. See if they want some help. Because, hey, we've passed the one dude already, once already. Certainly we can do it again. But, 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 but. Hey, I'm just throwing, a, oh, throwing I know. an option out. <laughs> and okay. it would be good to make friends. Um, and then he could shame the other ship later. And they might even pay us. Well, if there's coin to be had. Uh, seems unlikely. But who knows? You can make well, a really a, good impression. It is a merchant ship, so maybe they have some goods that we could trade. Yeah, you don't have anything to trade. Yeah, we don't have anything to trade. We we have our help to trade. So uh, if you give us some stuff, we'll help you. Seems very mercenary of us. Oh, Sloop's a bit larger than us, as I recall. Uh, Depending, but yeah. Uh, this one would look to be probably 100 tons, so it's, it's a little bigger. Actually, it's twice as big. Besides, would they really want us, uh, Brit, uh, helping them... And their friends are just behind us. Well, I mean, they haven't I waved suspect... us out. They haven't waved us out and at, at you know to seek our help yet. No, they have not. They had not attempted to signal anybody. So there's no signaling, and there is a Spanish ship right behind them or behind us. If yeah, you know, I'd figure that if they were truly in need of help, yeah. You know, so will Captain Hyden make the call, or will he consult with the uh, partners? Well, he'll consult with Randall. This is his charter. Well, this is his expedition, at least, anyway. All right. 
Sir Randall, then. Hayden will, Hayden will give all the information that he needs to make the decision and how much it'll slow us down um, and such. If well, you guys actually render aid, it could uh, it could be hours. Yeah, I, I would... I... Randall's going to uh, opt for. I think they, you know, you said they seem like they're doing, you know, their normal duties in this regard. That uh, if they they haven't flagged anyone, flagged us down to say they're in distress, and if necessary, there is a ship coming along behind if they do become distressed. So this is and the traffic area. So I, I think that they'll be fine and. Uh, <clears throat> We'll be fine. <laughs> How are you? I mean, I'd like to, but it's like we, we are kind of in a rush, Miss, uh, Captain. Yes, sir. Mr. Rogers, well. see us pass clear of the ship on the, what was it, lava side? Well, you're not going to be able to get the, you're not going to be able to get the leeward of them. They're on the reefs. So Why we'll pass clear there? anyway. Why is it that Lieutenant Rogers keeps singing about someone being his neighbor? We've never figured that out. All right. Uh, and with that, I think that is uh, that is all of day one. Pretty busy. So you did not delay. And uh, you are basically, you're going to end the day three miles ahead of... Uh, so by the time the sun goes down... Uh, you're you're looking back they're still a couple of miles behind you the mercurio is uh they do continue on with their lights so they are not uh trying to hide or anything did and they actually, attempt to render help do what no they did not stop and uh as you had observed them you would say that they they look like they're just going about their business nothing uh nothing suspicious nothing saying that they're in a big hurry or anything like that they just seem to be doing their thing can we see if the grounded ship tried to signal them? Uh, they did not. At least uh, they didn't. You didn't hear a gunshot, so you would expect them to uh, fire a cannon off if they were trying to signal. And that is day one, Tuesday. Next day, we need the day's business. Navrol, you have a plus two for equipment. You have plus two for still coasting. And you will have a minus one for the clouds. So that is going to be plus three total. So be it. No, that's a. This time. That's incorrect. That was a minus. Oh. Damn. So that would be a succeed by seven. Good God. Yeah. I didn't Actually, give no. you guys near enough credit. That would be a succeed by 10, sorry. Because it was yeah. plus three, right? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, you're right. So succeed by yeah. 10. No, it would still be 7. You rolled a 10. It would have been... No, because I put a, put oh, a right. minus 3 in there. Yeah, never mind. 7, got it. 10. Yep. 7, 10, 10. Succeed by 10. Yeah, don't do that anymore. Don't screw it up. Uh, next, control roll. That was Davino was doing that handling minus two. The we should make smell roll it. C state. It, oh, wow. that's right. Good. Uh, C state is minus one, and you guys are not shorthanded, so that is going to be the extent of it. It is going to be minus three seamanship. Minus three seamanship. So close. Fail by three. 
So that will offset a bit. Not a problem. That is not enough to. Uh, oh, actually, no. What is the stability rating? Uh, stability uh, three. Three. Yeah. So you're good. Don't fail by more than three. All right. So good. And lookout roll speed will be minus one, and that is it. So obviously, you guys are going a little faster today. Booyah! Critical success, baby. By nine. Well. All right, so that brings our total to 10 minus 3, 7 plus 9 is 18, Jesus. You can see the pirates two days in the future. I know, right? Thought this was going to be more of a challenge. All right, um, let's see. So that's, oh, wait, wrong guy. So that is going to be 18 is minus 2. That one is going to be 8. That one is going to be 18. All right. So noted. And that is going to put you guys there while they are there. I think that is going to change the situation just a hair. All right. So the end result was plus 18. And uh, you will find out that the uh, opposition did not roll well today. Okay, next thing on the uh, agenda. This is Wednesday. It is time for a spoilage check. Let's have and Mel uh, volunteered for that. Mel she volunteered wants, for that, so go for it. To, yes. All right. <laughs> so back. that means we need one d six. Mark, you haven't rolled oh, anything. You know what? I totally forgot to reset the uh, provisions. Oof. All right. Well, that ugh, yeah, that's rough. Okay. Well, uh, if I recall correctly, we've got weevils. Came in this freaking uh, wood that uh, that uh, Red brought aboard. When one is to choose between two weevils, which would you choose? Always choose the lesser of two weevils. Let's see if I change it to that. Okay. Which means so by your calculations, specifically Spencer's, uh, you guys had about 13 days worth of food. You now have eight. So good thing you're moving fast. Right. Well, I found Boom in there eating all of the food. Along with the Let's cat. See. He gets hungry. Stop complaining. Yeah, he doesn't want to eat that. Now you guys picked up uh you guys picked up some provisions in Havana to top off and apparently they did not uh preserve those correctly. So minus five days. Noted. Alright, so for Wednesday, day two. Uh it was cloudy in the morning, the clouds increased basically all day. Uh, the winds were better, but uh, after you guys uh, make the westward turn toward the end of the day, or I guess the middle, uh, the, the winds kind of slacked off. So you were making real good progress while you were still on the coast, but after that, uh, the winds kind of screwed you. So your course, you uh, continued down the Cuban coast uh, around midday. Uh, 
That's one you, hell of a journey. Basically, so on your on the uh, on oh god, who who did that? How is it that this keeps getting turned off? It's by default. Sorry. Yeah, but I thought I, I had I already. To, I thought I had already. I that think off. it resets it every time. It's really irritating. Oh, that'd be really irritating if it does that. Okay. Well, anyway, where uh, is, so, it, is that the right location? Uh, that is where you were. Yes. So uh, that point is where you guys uh, are making your westward turn, and uh, before that, you had basically had the Cuban Mountains off to your left-hand side the whole way, basically staying within sight of land. So real easy to navigate that way. And uh, once you make your turn, uh, as the mountains are basically fully astern, then uh, you continue on out into open water, uh, going to southwest by west. And about an hour or so before sundown, uh, actually, in your case, it's going to be a little earlier than that, uh, the mountains finally disappear below the horizon, and you are fully out of, out of sight of land. Um, and uh, as the evening progresses, the current uh, crossing from left to right uh, increases, and by uh, definitely by midnight or so, you guys are definitely hitting the Gulf Stream, and you can feel that current causing you to slip. Throughout the day, sick uh, list is uh, red as a really rough day and is kind of out of it. Uh, Furlong is still sick, but he's managing. At some point during the day, uh, at, the, at some point when uh, Spencer is off shift and is getting some sleep, uh, this may be in the evening or the morning, uh, we'll call it the morning, it's probably morning, you have had a rough night of sleep, and, uh, and you're still off the Cuban coast. And uh, you wake up a bit roughly, and in that little cubbyhole bunk you're in, you look up and there's a spider uh, crawling around, and it tells you to tell the Slayer that it is being hunted, and but it must be where the Red Man. And then it skitters off. I need you to make a roll in the box. Oh, what kind of roll? Uh... Just make a roll in the box. I meant to have you make that before. And because I did not put it in my notes before, I failed to do so. Let's see. Okay. Oh, that's not as, not nearly as high. Okay. Uh, and that's basically it. Um, okay. So the player remembers, uh, I don't remember what her name was, but the, uh, the, the spider lady, in, mm -hmm. in fairly early on, but as I recall, none of the characters, including Article, actually remember it. It's actually, like Article left... doesn't remember it either. He just saw it in the. Yes, uh... Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. Including yeah. Article, none of us remember it. So he would be like, "What the hell?" Now he does know about it. He just doesn't remember actually talking to the the Spider Woman. Uh, regardless, at this point, he can't really tell it. Was that? the phantom voices or was that something else hmm, that's true and i am absolutely not going crazy 
Now the question is whether he bothers mentioning it to anybody. I don't think he's going to bother mentioning it to anybody because he doesn't remember the uh, the event actually happening. Very well. And that will uh, totally come back and bite us in the ass later. Sometime later in the evening, as uh, you happen to be on deck, Sir Randall is with Inara, and she asks, What's up with Dora? What's her deal? Why is she straddling the bowsprit all the time? I don't get that. It's something she's taken to enjoying and helps her uh, cope with the uh, stresses of the sea. And I kind of, you know, when she's not looking at look at Spencer with that, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever heard her say anything. Oh, oh, that. Well, she doesn't speak. Uh, 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 I think she speaks... Dutch, correct? But she doesn't speak. Oh. We don't press her on it. You know, she All communicates right. just well with uh, with Mr. Spencer here, though. Well, how do they communicate? Who's 100% not paying attention to you? You know, if you like, uh, you know, uh, hear, hear his name and you like, give a smirk and go back to whatever it was he was doing. So, uh, end result was that uh, by the time you guys had hit the end of the Cuban coast, uh, you were no longer able to see the Mercurio. Whose crew is going, damn, they are hauling some butt. They were clearly having some issues with the currents or something there, and uh, you guys were not. This sail discipline is lacking. Well, it's also because we have the best dang captain on this side of the the world. That doesn't hurt. So, given that, day three. That's right, it is Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Okay. Uh, This being Thursday, day three, you guys uh, expect to be hitting the Yucatan coast. Let's start with the day's business. Nav roll. We have equipment plus two. We have minus four for the current uh, as you're crossing the Gulf Stream. And that's it. So minus two total. Expecting a three, Brian. Yeah, it'd be about right, wouldn't it? That's that's pretty lame. Finally. Success by one. That is horrible. Maybe they'll get a chance to catch up to you. All right. Control roll. We need handling minus two and uh, minus one for the seat conditions. That is going to be a total of minus three. Come on, Ethan. Expecting a three. Are you really? Uh, apologies. Could you repeat that? Minus three. Seamanship. Minus three seamanship. Control roll. Don't fail by more than three. Challenge accepted. Hey. Oh, well, hey. Well, it's not three, so that's a start. All right. Starting out even today. Lookout roll, your speed is going to be at a minus two today. Is that it? That is it, yeah. So here's where you make up ground, probably. Or not. Okay, well, you guys don't have a super day. How weird. Damn, now i got to go look. Okay, well, hang on. Let me write this down first. Let's see, so you are plus zero. And let's see, what effect does that have? Yeah, not enough. All right, fair enough. Let's see. The crunch work is done. So today it is very warm. It is uh, 80 plus degrees. And uh, you have 
steady, pretty strong winds from the north northeast uh, that kind of rotate all the way around to the southwest throughout the day. So for a while, they're in front of you, and then they get uh, up under you and behind you a little, which is not unusual and super annoying, uh, as I recall. Uh, around uh, 1500, a couple hours before sundown, uh, it does rain for a little bit. Uh, the clouds have been there, but uh, not too bad. Uh, your course uh, is as steady as she goes southwest by west. Uh, you guys had hit the Gulf Stream overnight and are well through it uh, by the time the sun comes up. And after that, uh, you can feel the current starting to let go and then shifting uh, toward a following direction as you uh, presume you have hit the coast or the uh, the northern coast of Yucatan, which you can kind of tell that the water has shallowed somewhat. You are no longer in the trench, but it's not so deep or not so shallow that you're going to have a problem. And given that uh, the land being as flat as it is, you don't see any land. You still just see nothing but water. So as far as where the Yucatan is compared to your current position, you really can't tell because you can't see it. But you hold your course. Uh, sick list. Uh, looks like uh, Red and Furlong both have recovered. Although they are still down one hit point, uh, they will recover that before the journey ends. Sometime during the day while, uh, you, while they're on shift, uh, uh, there is a conversation going on and with uh, Mr. Bold. And as uh, those of you that are on shift at the time, actually, who is on shift at the time? Having said that, I don't think, uh, I don't think Davino's seen the watch bill. Um, who's on shift with Bold? So it'll be Rogers, Davino, Claude. So you guys will catch this uh, part of the conversation. And, uh, and Bold is talking about uh, how he's uh, done a little of the math and thinks uh, after this uh, after this uh, six month stint is over, he might be able to go off and get his own boat, maybe strike out on his own. Somewhat later, you will also catch uh, Ollie and Red talking as they're changing shifts, and you will overhear quietly that uh, Red is changing his bet from African prince to former pirate. <laughs> For those of you that weren't here to know this, uh, there is currently a pool on what Mr. Bold's background actually is. They need to come to me to keep track of it. They may have to come to you at some point because they're not all the best at, uh, at math. I want to put down or writing know, or reading. I want to put down like a shilling that you know he once canceled the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't think they're going to understand that. But if you're if you're getting in on that pool, let me know. No, I'm not getting on the pool. I'm probably not even aware of it. Uh, also during the day, uh, Inara, who is uh, still. She is after after the second day, after that first day when she was having such tr trouble with the motion sickness, uh, it, she pretty much got used to it. As far as you can tell, she's not been affected by it since then. 
Uh, and uh, she's been kind of uh, busying herself and decided to take over for or assist with cooking for the day, trying to make the best of the uh, remaining provisions. Uh, there may have may have had to cook some extra just to keep it from spoiling. And uh, she does pretty well with the cooking for having so little to work with. Nothing but salted pork and whatnot. Wow, did, and does anybody else on the crew actually have the cooking skill? Nope. You don't need the cooking skill to cook. But if she's got the cooking skill... If she's got the she cooking does, skill, she can do it well. Survival oh. will get it done that you can eat it. Yeah, I don't have that either. I'm assuming that seamanship will probably suffice in this case for sea-related rations and that sort of thing. Kind of like, uh, kind of like, you know, all the recipes for MREs if you're in the army. Gotcha. And uh, other than that, there's really not a whole lot going on this day. So uh, the moon is uh, at first quarter and increasing. It's uh, starting to get somewhat light out at night, and uh, it's still cloudy at night, but uh, yeah, otherwise a reasonably pleasant day, uh, aside from the rocking. And that is Thursday. Right. Friday. Need to pick up the pace. Yeah, you guys didn't make as much progress. By the way, you still can't see the Mercurio. Because they crashed. No idea what happened to it. Merman. You think? I'm st- oh my glad. god, has he Alright, has he told her has has now Payne actually no, he had talked about the whole Merman thing back uh back in Havana, yeah. so yes. she's heard the stories, but I don't know if she realizes until How now that he, he actually believes, believes it. <laughs> Spencer makes that offhand comment and I go, You think? Wow. I'm just glad that they you know we we, we snuck past them then. Could you imagine if they had, you know, caught up with us or, you know, tried to delay our, our, you know, delay us? I keep telling you they're not uh, mermen. They're so... We have to move the ship. Isn't that the same thing? (laughs) I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Well, at the very least, uh, if you guys are back and forthing about this thing, she will come to understand that everybody on the ship saw that big naked guy just flop on deck one day and then flop back off. And then she so clearly Red saw something. Passed out again. Yeah, Red's like crossing himself three different ways every time you guys talk about it. I don't know. I was totally thinking he needs to you know, if, yeah, he's he's got a bunch of chains that he's wearing and it's like uh, damn it, was it Benny in the first Mermy, Mummy movie with uh, right. Fraser? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pulls out a uh, you know a crucifix that doesn't work. Pulls out a star of David that doesn't work. All right, so day four, Friday, twenty three February. You guys uh, presume you are on the new North Yucatan coast. You figure uh, you'll probably hit the turn southward uh, pretty soon, and we start the business. So navigation roll equipment plus two. Tacking minus two, so uh, the wind is going to be against you today, and you're going to have to be tacking back and forth. So everybody's working, working pretty hard today, and uh, you are also considered coasting at this point. So you get a plus two, which ends up at plus a two. total of plus two. 
Only by six. six? It is. That's terrible. He's underachieving today. He He's is. He's only mostly achieving today. He's having coughing, a lot of coughing spits. Let's see. Control. We've got handling minus two and zero for the C state. Means you have a total of minus two to the control roll, Davino. Don't fail this time. We shall see. If you fail, fail by a little. Fail by none. Look at that. You failed. That roll looked better when I, when I saw it. it. Yeah, me too. Like, ooh, a four and a one? Oh, man, it's... All right, well, that's not too bad. All right, and the lookout roll, zero for speed. Oh, okay. Well, that's and that'll tell you terrible. Something. Damn it, it missed. Success by five. Well, say, that was an awesome roll, but yeah. Okay, well, uh, let's see. So end result is four, nine. Nine is pretty good. Let me put that on the sheet. Make sure I'm on the right one. So you guys didn't get anything for that day. This one is minus 11. So noted. And that is going to put you guys. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. All right. Uh, throughout the day, you still don't see the uh, Mercurio. Uh, today is warm. And the skies are clear throughout the day. But the winds have uh, gone really weak on you. And so you are moving pretty slow. And the they started out coming from the east behind you and shifted to the west in front of you because of fucking course. And so, yeah, you guys are having to tack a lot. And that means everybody's uh, uh, hauling and easing and doing all this stuff all damn day and getting kind of sick of it. Uh, you maintain your southwest by west course, and uh, you have not reached yet your turnoff point. Uh, you have noted that the shallow water is still shallow. Uh, that hasn't changed. And let's see, everybody's off the sick list, so nobody is sick today. You, during the day, Let's see who got this. Your sighting roll. Oh, yeah, the sighting roll is pretty good. Uh, at a well, good distance, a merchant ship was sighted well astern of you guys. Uh, as the as you went on, it appeared to be flying Dutch colors, and looked like it had been coming from the south and sort of joined up. So, uh, it had rounded the. I guess that would be the eastern corner of the top of the peninsula and sort of uh, merged in to the uh, same direction you were going. But it is well behind, and eventually you will lose sight of it. Also, during the day, uh, when on shift, Hooper uh, ended up talking to Inara while she was on deck and started uh, pestering her with... Uh, 11 billion innocent questions about uh, where she's from, who is her family, how she met Sir Randall, yada, 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 yada. How did Sir Randall react to that? Well, um, not generally the jealous type. He would probably just, you know, if he's around to hear it, he'd probably no. just kind of 
make his presence known, but a lot of the questions that aren't offensive, and if he gets a little too, it's like, aren't you supposed to be working on something? Uh-huh. So you just, uh, you corral him in, in a more useful direction. Yeah. I mean, I'll let some slide. I mean, because, I mean, obviously, it's a great way to get some information out of her, too, if she's willing to answer Why him. Well, I probably have. I just, you know, <laughs> but hearing it for, you know, a, if she, if any information she provides him is different from what I know, that gives me some interesting. What are you going to throw her over the overboard? I mean, you did Maybe. already shine her. I mean, who knows? I mean, that might be valid. I... But join the conversation until it gets a little, you know, right too probing, and then direct him to where he should be getting to working. Shepherding is the right word, I think. Shepherd, yes. There you go. All right. I mean, banter is, there's nothing wrong with uh, asking questions, but, you know, at the detriment well, of the job, sometimes. You note that uh, she shies away from uh, talking about her profession. Uh, and uh, not, let me, that, let me rephrase that. She does not offer Define any her, yeah. <laughs> information about her profession and allows him to assume that she has none. Right. You can, she is repeating will... some of the same stuff you heard from uh, her previous stories that you heard about uh, Amira, Amira Mercedes de Luna. Something Spanish. You suspect that uh, this is for public consumption and not for real? And uh, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, he will engage her in com you know, private conversation and, you know, and learn what he can about her. If, I mean, if the topic comes up of her previous profession, it's not generally going to be something that he's going to completely shy away from. It's, I mean, at this time period, it was, I mean, I mean, it's an honorable profession. It, it's a profession. You do you a know? job, you get paid. Yep. So it's not like she was doing anything illegal, right? Or, you know. Okay. So, question here then is Is Randall going to ask, are there some specific pieces of information that Randall will attempt to get at? Well, yeah. I mean, like, how did, I mean, as much as he's willing to say, how did you Because, I mean, well, a Randall probably assumes that you know she you know she has she's a courtier of some repute because Bonsonard has obviously used her and you know someone of you know so the, a surprise that you know this is what she does isn't going to be that big of a surprise so he'd if, probably allude to him suspecting that and allow her to elaborate if uh, you know. if Sir Randall is hinting at the possibility that she may be a sex worker of some form, she but will. He will uh, but he'll make sure that she knows that, that it this is true. Okay, and he'll. I was make thinking sure it'd be more like, amusing. Well, she, you know, she hinted that she was offended and threw him off the ship. Well, and that you know, but he wouldn't want to come at it. You know, to yeah, if she didn't talk about it, he'd drop it. You know, kind of thing. But you know, if but he'd also assure is like you know we 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 you know. We all come from somewhere, right? I mean, you have that, you know, he's probably not, you know, all in his right mind with her because, you know, he he, he crushes on her. So, 
those kinds of things aren't really uh <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um, nope nope there'll be no singing here sir randall is not the uh the best at reading body language but he would say that she is uh ashamed to admit it you couldn't say whether she is ashamed of that profession best, or ashamed afraid, because she's yeah. admitting it to you. Well, and like I said, he'd probably try to lie her, you know, concerns. And it's like, look, you know, I, I'm not, you know, the, what is it? The cleanest guy ever either. You know, <laughs> I can totally go. Uh, don't worry. He's a man whore. Well, exactly. <laughs> like I could, you know, that would be hilarious. I would say it in a, a gentler way, and Spencer just happens to be nearby. He's like, "What he's really trying to say is." <laughs> Does that make it better? That's probably not, because then she's going to start to suspect if you're just keeping her around oh. for a little while, and then you're going to toss her aside. So I'm absolutely going to do that. Oh boy! <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Briefly, the are, are there looking for Sir Randall is Rake? <laughs> are, are there a couple thank more you. questions? And you of course, get I look at bears like, thank you, thank you, uh, uh, Doctor Spencer. I, I didn't Great. know that. And I'm like, look, kind of thank you so much. Somebody I take the professor it. in the Would back like and that, plug that him that into smile the with the rudder. teeth. You know, smile that isn't a smile. No way. I try to help. Like I said, uh, any other quick questions that uh, you want to get a, a quick answer to, hopefully? Um, <clears throat> probably, like, who were those men? Uh, you know, and, you know, again, knowing, you know, it's like, and are we, you know, can we expect probably trouble if we ever return to Havana? should probably try to seek out information about our linkage with Boissonard. I mean, well, you yeah. don't know what the letter said, and it his name Caught is like fire. the telephone game. Yep. I don't speak froggish. I didn't even pick that name. Com Junkie picked that name when he created the character. <laughs> he should have picked one that was easier to pronounce. Damn one that I could, yeah, I could pronounce, you mean? <laughs> uh, so as far as uh, further entanglements in Havana... She uh, will basically say that uh, she's lived her whole life there. She has no intentions of going back there. She doesn't have to. And if they do, they'll just avoid those people. Very good. She very much wants to leave that life behind and never see it again. That's right. Well, and I, she wants I, I to will become order, a lady. Order. Hey, you know, she, she, she's in the with the right crowd. Is but, she? Mm, I'm not kind of sure. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> My dad, father disapproved of many things. <laughs> What's new, right? So that actually comes up a brief question is, where is Randall in the succession? Is Because uh, for some reason, I always envision him as a third son. Yeah, he's probably not much, you know, not very high in, you know, the pecking order or whatever the did we not establish that i thought we had he was i, I honestly probably, don't remember off the top of my head i'd have to go back and look on the site at any rate uh next day saturday 24th february this is when we sink and let's see i am gonna need navigation roll you got plus two for equipment Minus two because you're attacking once again. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take that back. Ignore that. 
coasting it's plus fun. two and minus one because it's cloudy. That will be a total of minus, no, plus three. And nice. you're going to roll like that. By nine. Uh-huh. Don't worry. I really wanted this we'll to be more of a challenge. For us. And then you had to go and ruin it. Telling you, Davino Fubar, Fubar it up for you. I guess. Uh, so, control roll. Uh, Here comes the Davino handling minus two. The C conditions is minus one. Total of minus three. Yep. Here comes the 18. That'd be about right, wouldn't it? You guys just capsize right there. Wow. No, just a little. Fail by one. That's terrible. All right. And uh, the lookout roll, speed minus one. Actually, hold on. Let me uh, check that. Yeah, minus one. Maybe I'll give us the the 18. Seems unlikely. Booyah. Yeah, you're going to go the other oh, way. Eight. Good God. Man, if I had rolled one point better, that would have been a second critical success. Apparently, you noticed the rogue iceberg. 16 total good. Yeah. Iceberg, get ahead. Everybody you guys are not any iceberg. fun. What? All right. Well, let's see. That's going to make that. Uh, hey, I'm pretty pleased. I've only got one point in seamanship. All right. And that means you are going to get there. There. Okay. Let's see. Where does that put them? Okay. Yeah. Crashed and wrecked on the reef. One can only hope. So, yeah. Okay. Got it. You should yeah. use your luck to give them a really bad control roll. <laughs> can he actually do, do that? that to you? Uh, I suppose you could. That would be kind of weird. We have but some loops there. Okay. So, rolling being over with, here we go. Uh, so, today. Uh, it is cloudy all day with uh, intermittent light rain, uh, no sun. And it is, uh, as uh, Ollie would put it, it's a, it's a dreck day. Good Scottish weather. What did he say? <laughs> ah, you can't what I said. Uh, so uh, the winds are westerly and light. Uh, well, actually, no, that's not true. Well, yeah, I guess it kind of is. Okay, so right. light winds from yesterday uh, eventually build to a strong southwest breeze uh, into the evening as uh, some kind of uh, weather front moves through. Uh, clearly, a lot of the rain happened right around that period. Uh, you guys had uh, you had uh, turned southwest by west, or southwest by south, uh, fairly early in the day, actually, and uh, and started making your way downward toward Campeche itself. And uh, let's see, that's not going to be right anymore. So let's say probably afternoon, sometime in the afternoon, uh, you're going to be able to start making out a long li line of green off to the... Uh, larboard side from uh, one horizon to the other so you get the call land and uh, you're basically following that coast on in through the rest of the day uh nobody's sick today sometime around uh uh before noon uh you guys 
casts a little bit of floating debris that as it uh, gets closer, you identify that as bits and pieces of what looks to have been an old shipwreck of some kind. Uh, there is no sign of a an actual ship attached to it anywhere, and it looks like it's been in the water for a really long time. Also, today, uh, at some point in the process, uh, probably around one of the turning points, uh, you guys had made... No, actually, who's on uh, shift with him? Hey, our map hasn't Stand been updated. By. Not yet. Uh, let's see. So that would have been Rogers in, in charge at that point. So Davino and Claude are, are on deck while while he is. And, of course, it could have happened when he was off. Um, the You all will have observed that Furlong has been getting a little bit snippy today. Not really to problem levels, uh, but it is clear that uh, his stress levels have been building uh, throughout this particular stint. And uh, he's starting to reach the end of his proverbial rope. It has helped a little that uh, now land is in sight and therefore the end of the journey. So he's started to improve somewhat. I need to Although, use storytelling and tell these guys fun stories of, you know. You can totally do that. Monstrous merman. So you guys have been getting rained on all day, too, which hasn't helped his mood. If you would like to use uh, storytelling time to uh, smooth things over a little bit, you can do that. I will definitely make an attempt. i got to practice my skills. Where is my storytelling? Indeed. Hey! So, you t try to lighten the mood a bit, and it seems to have helped somewhat, uh, along with the sighting of land. As you guys uh, have continued on into the evening, or getting nearer to the evening, I suppose, uh, you guys noticed some distance, uh, three points abaft the starboard beam, which basically means a little behind and to the right. Uh, to the right. Heading the opposite direction of you guys is uh, some uh, merchant ship flying a British ensign. They are way too far out to uh, signal or anything and look like they're headed back in the general direction of the rest of the Caribbean or possibly home. And additionally, uh, Inara today had been feeling a little bit like a fifth wheel and uh, the rain probably hasn't helped her either. But uh, as you guys have uh, been getting closer to land, uh, she, everybody's mood has improved, hers included. So, uh, as stated, the uh, land is very flat. Uh, it was around midday when you started to be able to first see it, and it improved uh, continually as you went. And by later in the afternoon, as the sun is starting to go down, you are in full view of the port and you can consider yourself having arrived. Woohoo! I'm definitely going to make sure I get to speak with uh, the customs guys about some actual, some slanderous things going on. Now, uh, a couple of notes. First off, uh, as you can see, the, uh, this particular prospect image is uh, a little better about the terrain. 
That's probably about right. That's about how flat it is. Uh, you will have noted on the way in that there is a big ridge hill thing off to the uh, off to the north, to the left in the image, and then a smaller one off to the right, which looks like it may have a fort on it or something. Um, also, this place is really shallow, so it is. It's kind of like the harbor around Harbor Island, only really big. So the bigger ships, like a, a full-size, you know, 500,000 ton ship loaded, they have to anchor like 24 miles offshore just to be able to anchor. That's certainly shallow. So it's not, it's not just that it's shallow, but it's shallow for a really long way out. Now, where is that? So this particular image is a very late period. Uh, so some of this stuff doesn't exist, like this fort up there doesn't exist, and that fort technically doesn't exist. But in general, this is more or less how the uh, how the city goes. There are some uh, outlying uh, settle, settlement outside the town, or outside the, the walled part of the town. And uh, this dock down here extends, it may be actually for a mile. It's that long because it has to get far enough out to allow a boat to actually dock to it. Um, other than that, this this particular image is also kind of deceptive about the size. So the scale, for example, uh, in either direction, these forts are like a mile or two. So that is your orientation. As previously stated, uh, it is uh, sun is going down around the time that you are arriving. In fact, uh, it is uh, getting into twilight. Ah, sparkly vampires! Not that kind of twilight. Whew. Wait, yeah, no, not yet. Uh, you guys Wait, arrive. You mean around, it's going to uh, be sparkly vampires? It's when we set I think I have fire you arriving. I have you arriving at uh, 1715. Oh, yeah. So you got like 30, 30, 40 minutes before the sun goes down. That's better. Okay. So uh, first off, you guys are aware of the shallowness situation. Uh, you were aware, about, aware of that beforehand. You guys had charts. You knew this was coming. Uh, your charts will have also marked where the anchorages are. Uh, so you've got a pretty good idea about that. And you know that they're going to be pretty far out. However, your ship normally, or at at worst, has a draft of six foot six. And right now, your draft is probably a foot, a foot and a half, maybe more than that, less. Because you are not carrying anything except uh, some provisions, some of which you probably dumped overboard because they went bad. So, uh, second thing, uh, let's see, hold on, do I want to do that now or later? I'm going to do that first. So, as you are within sight of the actual port and all that, uh, first thing you are going to note is that off in the distance near one of the anchorage points, you will see a familiar ship which I have a picture of. Uh, I think we're about to attack. 
You'll see La Dame Blanche uh, anchor. Uh, not as far out as a lot of the bigger ones, obviously. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, it, it just caught fire. Right. I know, right? So that one's not too hard to spot. Uh, you know that one pretty well. There is another ship. Uh, and as you are closing in on the anchorage areas, or uh, the question I had about the anchorage is whether or not you wanted to actually pull up to the jetty or just go straight out to an anchorage point and anchor out there and boat in, how, whether or not you wanted to, how you wanted to interface with the town in that regard. Oh, good question. I'm... I don't think you can get the entire crew in that cockboat, so uh, you'd have to make a couple of trips. I mean, I guess I would defer to the captain if it's safe enough to get the ship to land. You guys have a pretty good idea how close you can get. Uh, if you get a pilot here, they might be able to guide you through the best way to get in. Uh, there might be some deeper ruts here and there that you can uh, go through. Well, so that actually you. sounds like a pretty good plan that gets us into the shore. <clears throat> uh, we can, I can start you know, you know, telling them about, you know, that this terrible person back in Havana, that, you know, has it in for me and spreading scandalous uh, rumors while we get a pilot to return. Up to you. All right. And that gets, Depends uh, on how much it costs. Uh, well, you will know uh, as a base, uh, it's usually around three shillings uh, or in this case, six realis. Uh, for pilotage uh, based on your tonnage. So it's usually based on the tonnage. While you are considering those things, uh, another ship at harbor or at anchor that you will note, and it appears to be pulling up anchor or uh, readying to, is one of these. And the name on the back of that particular ship is the fortune. Captain Hayden will recall that he had a conversation with one Captain James Button of the Fortune back in Santo Domingo. How fortunate. Fortuitous. But it's, it looks like it's departing. It looks like they're getting ready to go, yeah. Ah. Is it loaded? Or is it riding high? I'm going to say it is loaded. So... Well. Do you wish to go flag them down? Can you recap what the uh, conversation was about? Because the player can't remember. Uh, I don't recall what you guys spoke about, but it was, yeah, you, you just, uh, I think he gave you some rumors about, it was something re related to Cardinal Virtue. I think he may have actually known, uh, known somebody on the Cardinal Virtue. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think your treasure map, treasure map had fired at the time. Uh, but from Hayden's this. perspective, it was just some random ship captain that uh, he decided he wanted to go have a chat with. Uh, Hayden is going to go flag them down. All right. Uh, so Hayden directs the ship in their general direction. You guys have not seen hide nor hair of the Mercurio all day. Uh, you don't expect they're going to be here anytime soon. So you've got time to kill, and you will head over toward the fortune. And as you are approaching, 
they will fire a shot from a swivel gun in salute, and Captain Button will announce through the megaphone or whatever the hell you call that thing, uh, and uh, say hello and encourage you to come aboard. Fancy meeting you here. I'll uh, instruct one of the crew to row Hayden over to them. What flag are they flying? British. Uh, would it be possible to drop him off while con- carrying on with uh, some others to the port to get a pilot I while you converse? You could. Well, you drop uh, generally and... the pilots will probably be coming to you anyway. Oh, okay. In fact, they're probably already on their way. Well, if the pilot comes to us, we can catch a ride with the pilot back with the other ship person back, right? Uh, no, they they will get aboard your ship and direct oh, you okay. wherever you go. All right. Well, we'll give. In Hayden which case, a, you may not need the boat. I guess Hayden will give over to Rogers, and then we'll have Rogers piloted in while Hayden goes speaks with his mate. Just FYI, uh, at the distance where they are anchored. If you are rowing back, it'll take 40 to 50 minutes. Oof. It's that far out. And that's for Hayden to get there, right? No, that's for anyone coming to and from this far out uh, oh. at the anchorage. Oh, right. Well, we'd have to wait for them to come get us, and then we'd have to row in anyway, right? Mm. And we're so... pretty certain we're far enough ahead that we're not going to be like in a pinch Come, should the Mercurio show up. We're, you we're could well send truly. the so okay. Let's start over. Are you going to send Payne or anyone else in a boat to the port first to do anything? Well, I would definitely. You know, Payne is weary about you know the the ship incoming and would and is his intention is to get way ahead of that ship and whatever no. rumors are coming with it. And he will sort express of like an that to or something. Could be, but he's also yeah. There is also an obsession with you know. Hey, if we can get here, we can start getting plans and finding out where and how Ponsignard is faring, kind of thing. Let's uh, let's do it this way instead. So, as you were as you guys were approaching the port, you noticed the ships and you noticed the fortune. Uh, Captain Hayden decided, let's uh, let's go over there and talk to the fortune. So you started making your way over there. By the time you are in position to be communicating with the fortune at all, uh, at least one pilot will have approached and started yelling at your ship to see if you guys wanted any uh, pilotage assistance. To which we would agree. At this point, uh, the pilot will... Uh, give you his price, and if accepted, we'll come aboard and guide the ship to wherever you're going. I, I don't know if you're going straight to the jetty or if you're going to anchor somewhere else. And the captain, Hayden, can either get in your cockboat and row himself back to catch up to you, or you can wait. Here's another question. Well, let's see. Bonsignard, so the La Dame Blanche is anchored offshore, right? So they didn't go to the jetty, right? 
Right. Now, there's only one jetty here, and you're not going to be able to stay there. And, so at oh, some point, okay. you're going to end up anchoring somewhere else. So really, anchoring out here is just as just fine. We yeah. just have to, we'll just have to make sure some of the crew remains with the ship and on watch, whatever we do and later. It's going to take a really long time to row in and out of here. Right. So I guess what we could do is then, unless anyone has any better uh, ideas, uh, then forgo bringing the ship to shore because there's really no reason at that point to bring not it yet. closer. Uh, yeah, not yet. And then have whoever wants to go shorebound take Hayden to the uh, to the fortune, drop him off, and then carry on and drop the rest of us off on land and then because uh-huh. I get with Rogers you know Rogers can remain on the boat in command that's true and it's his fault for not having a player right so he can remain on the boat under with command and then we can fill up the boat with Hayden or with Hayden and anyone else that wants to go so and then a pilot to, to row the boat back Okay, I'm looking at it. I think the capacity of the cockboat is probably going to be about six or seven. So uh, about half the crew, you could take at any given time, which means if Roger stays behind, you could get both the girls and uh, and maybe have somebody to row back. Because we can leave Rogers and charge mm-hmm. to decide if other crew gets shore leave or not. Yeah. And at this point, if Hayden is going to stay here and talk to Captain Button, then uh, you won't have to take him either. He can catch up later. Right. Okay, so is that the plan? You fill up the boat, go, leave Hayden here to uh, make his own way? Yep. Done. All right, so you guys got a a long row ahead uh, getting over to the dock. In the meantime, uh, Captain Button will send his boat over to... Uh, talk to Hayden, and he doesn't have to leave. So, questions? Anything in particular? For Captain Button? Uh-huh. Uh, he will just be asking if he's heard any updated information on the Cardinal Virtue or perhaps uh, rumors and such regarding Matthew. Right, okay. All right, well... uh in the course of your chatting back and forth with him, he will let you know that they are, in fact, uh, departing. Uh, they have a load of goods that they are taking back to Jamaica. Uh, so if you have any posts going back to Jamaica, let him know. He will take it. Um, he has not heard anything new about the Cardinal Virtue, and given his connection to it in the past that I don't exactly recall, uh, he might be interested in hearing if you have any. Uh, he will also ask if he has ever met or spoken to a Captain Dupre. Ah. Uh, let's see. Well, you know, what are the chances of that? Give me a universe reaction. It'll have to be really good. He has not. So, in addition, he will give you a couple of points of information. One... Uh, he'll give you the basic economic situation of Campeche here so you understand uh, 
what's moving right now, what isn't. And uh, also he will mention that the Inquisition is apparently in town. Uh, they sent a guy out here who's questioning somebody. Somebody got uh, fingered for using magic. The Inquisition. Oh, crap. What a show. Perpetuation that we'd go away. But the Inquisition's here and it's here to stay. How much does Hayden know about Spencer and his stuffs? That depends entirely on how absent-minded he's been about it. But I'm going to say probably not at all. He said, I, I would, and, and just speaking for the player, but uh, he talks, he probably talks a lot about magic and about fairy stuff and all that. And all he's doing is talking about magic and fairy stuff. And it probably never occurs to anybody that he's actually talking about, oh, it, oh it's real. And the three capabilities they have are all subtle. Well, when the captain gets back, he will mention that the Inquisition is in Campeche. And it might be good for Spencer to uh, speak less Talk to one of, them. Okay. of the yeah, uh, stories that he's been uh, talking about. Ah. They don't take kindly to that sort of talk. Yeah, they're Catholics. Yeah, they're weird. At any rate, if uh, Hayden doesn't have any uh, other specific questions that he can think of, and I will let you retcon something if you do think of something, although chances are and he doesn't know that. Much. I will use the uh, uh, ask the GM if there's anything important that I may have uh, missed. Mars. There you go. Yeah, I can't think of anything either. I didn't have anything, I didn't have anything planned for this, just, uh, just some general general area info so you've got some uh uh feed info for uh some current affairs and area knowledge stuff around this area but that's uh that's pretty much the extent of it um i might add some rumors to that later if uh uh next week i come up with some all right then uh, the captain will just anyway. chat about stuffs yeah, well, he won't. Uh, he won't hang around too long. Uh, he he did say that they are in the process of departing, so uh, they're about to weigh anchor. And he will uh, bid you good journey and nice meeting you again and all that. And uh, see you again later, maybe uh, if you stop by Jamaica again. Well, bid him farewell and head back to our ship. Let's see. So. Uh, the rest of you in the boat will arrive at the docks. You will moor, and uh, you are... Oh, right. You guys were uh, going with the pilot. Let me correct myself. So you guys are actually paying for the pirate. Or pirate pilot. Is a pirate pilot? Sometimes. Uh, so what I would like for you to do is roll a reaction. Or I suppose an influence skill if you want to uh, preempt that reaction roll. Influence skill. For a good result. Diplomacy, right? Diplomacy will work. Diplomacy. Anyone want to add anything to that? Regale him with tales? 
news of the outside world? Um, I have a 12 in diplomacy, but I know I'm not the top, uh, top diplomat type. Yeah, he's not a face man. He's just a translator. I'm just seeing if anyone else, like, that was on the way. Okay, okay. Oh, where's here we go? Well, Hayden has diplomacy, but I don't think he's there. Uh, I I was actually going to say that uh, Inara would would definitely help, but uh, you apparently don't need it. (laughs) She keeps him distracted. Um, Yeah, so uh, you guys uh, bring the Bring the pilot on board. Uh, he asks you where you're where you're trying to go. Where are you trying to go? Uh, where, would, where would you like to anchor? Second uh, start left onto well, morning. Oh, for the the boat. Where, where the? Uh-huh. Well, um, some place that he knows that you know we could quickly move out of if needed. Ah, uh, okay. That sounds like smuggler talk. Um. Uh, I, I will tell you then that uh, where'd that map go? Although that map is isn't going to be super useful in this regard. Actually, is that other one better? Uh, not really. Okay, where'd you go? Eighteen hundred. I scrolled past it. Okay, back to this one. Um, so the uh, sort of. At the bottom edge of this image, on the side below it of that line, the uh, shallows start to drop off. And so you can kind of get a little closer if you come in from the uh, from the southeast. And his recommendation is uh, to anchor over there. So he will take charge and guide you into a, as close a position as you can possibly get and he does a good job actually just because i haven't done it before uh let's have melissa do this because just because roll on that table interesting stand by one moment no now uh just fyi you can actually click on that button in there and it'll show you the image doesn't work for me does it not i i Wondering if I thought it would uh, share all those. I was under the impression it was sharing them. Okay. Why do we care about the King of Cups? Hang on. I mean, he's a king and all. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So the uh, the pilot that you picked up, he's uh, he's he's big into politics apparently, and uh, is uh, talking talking about the. The uh, mayor of the town, the Cabildo, the uh, the the town oh, council, right. and all that, and and basically complaining about how things are going around here. How uh, are they? So you'll hear quite a bit about the uh, about the current political situation on the way over. Uh, but you can ask uh, some questions if you like. Uh, I will tell you that uh, they do. This is population nine thousand, so it's. A uh, decent-sized town. They do have a, a an upper class here. Uh, pretty much, they all live inside the walls. Surprise, surprise. And there are barrios outside, where all the non-whites basically live. All the uh, so to the south is uh, Saint Romain. I think is the name of it. 
where all the uh, indigenous people live, the the Indians, and then uh, there's at least a couple more uh, around the town where some of the the black slaves or freed slaves and stuff uh, are live there, and some more of the Indians and that sort of thing. But most of the white guys live inside. Surprising no one. Well, um, trying to see if there's any uh, anything that he knows about the nobility that you know they're into those kinds of things that you know should Randall encounter them he can kind of play into their likes and you know oh this guy really is into wines or this guy's really into this kind of stuff you know and I can play into their oh you know yeah I heard about this and you know play into their interests that's it well he can't tell you much about the uh the high life around here in fact uh when it comes to the uh upper class he mostly curses and spits and says present company accepted of course of course i mean none i understand you know it's it's way too easy for those that you know that with, with high and mighty thoughts to to denigrate and look down upon the uh the the lesser <laughs> Which is entirely, you know, which is entirely unfounded because without, you know, the hardworking men and women, uh, you know, there would be no upper class. That's well, totally not the proper I don't mindset. know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I've tried, you know, I was like, how would you say it with, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, given the time... I am going to compress things just a little, so we may end up doing a little bit of backtracking next week, but not too bad. Skip a bit, brother. Uh, so to handle that, let's see, we got uh, that and uh, well, yeah, we can definitely deal with those next time. Um, what is the plan for dealing with the Mercurio? So right now you're arriving uh, as the sun is going down. So you're probably not going to be able to talk to any big wigs today. You could well, basically keep an eye out, wait at the docks to intercept them as they come in. And do what? Punk them? Uh, I mean, there is an option. Snack the letter or talk to them, ask them for the yeah, letter. Stick Claude on them. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but we don't know we, Claude has we that's the players true. do the characters don't i know um i i did you know i i, I think i damn it you know meta just saying uh, that i should have had people rolling some uh perceptions every time she pickpockets something huh. retro do that well actually um see if we can i can find out where those who are it that we that are in the customs field tend to hang out and party or drink or spend their free time and catch them up there. Okay. Well, um, to give you better geography of that situation, uh, these guys are coming in. They are a merchant ship. They're going to, if, they are loaded, so they are going to have to anchor farther out, which means they're going to have to boat in. And then they're going to come here, and this guy has a letter to deliver to a particular person. Right. That person happens to be one of the council, councilmen. 
Right. And so it's got nothing. And to do it's with a letter. Customs is going to be involved. Right. So, in the letter's intent I is to get us uh, to claim that we're smugglers, etc. Mm-hmm. Hmm, which would give us, you know, and potentially get our ship impounded. That is the expectation. Yeah. So we've got to figure out who the councilman is. You could do it that way. You could go talk to the councilman uh, in the morning, perhaps, uh, depending on when the other guy shows up. That's the that's the only thing I can think of. You got basically two points of of uh, potential intercept here: is, is intercept the letter as it arrives in town, or intercept uh, the councilman and talk him down. I would, yeah. I can't think of anything else. If there was, a, I mean, or attempt to do both. Or you could try to do both. But Well, why don't you just try to do both? We could just try to do both. But I would need to, but what, I mean, if it's just becoming evening, then the councilman may have, maybe, you know, I don't know if he just goes home or. You could try. You know, he might. Well, okay, let's say yeah, if you later, talk to the, yeah. if you talk to the councilman, uh, are you still going to try to intercept the letter? I would. Well, <clears throat> I honestly That'd probably. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. Because you're just like, hey, uh, this this ship's coming in with a letter that's full of crap. Then he goes, uh, oh, it didn't come in. And then they go, hey, uh, we got jumped by some dudes. So it's like, oh, I guess you That's were a pirate. True. Yep. Well, I'm assuming you're not going to mug them. I mean, letters get damaged by water or um, misplaced or in, lost in general, too. Um, if possible, and we can come up with an idea to try both or have one ready to go in case the first one fails to, to achieve it, what we need. Okay, I think this is how I'm going to work it, just to make this smoother. Uh, assuming that Sir Randall attempts to contact the councilman in question uh, this evening, he will be unable to reach him for whatever reason, uh, which we may go into next week. And uh, he will find himself uh, wanting to wait at the docks for whoever it is to arrive. If he does that, or, okay, assuming that is going to be the case, who will he bring with him? His girlfriend. Well, yeah, she, her, she was. She will be there. Um, what if she doesn't want to be there? Well, I mean, that's, she is her, she is a free person. I mean, I could easily roll higher than a 12 on it. Or she turns into a damsel in distress. One of the two. It's it's, it's kind of hit and miss with her. <laughs> um, I mean, whoever wants to be there, really. I mean, we make the intentions known to everyone else and give them the option to to take part or not. All right, other PCs. Does nah. anyone else want to be there? Nah. Does Claude want to be there in case he needs to pickpocket the the letter? That that would be kind of fun. So if uh, Sir Randall asks Claude to go, Claude will be 
more than enthusiastic about the potential of, you know. Fun. I'll definitely have to intercept this letter if I can't get a hold of this guy. I'm not sure how we do that, but mm -hmm. yeah. anybody else? Hayden, Palange? Nope. Uh, pass. All right. Hayden and Claude, it is. And uh, Inara. Curious All right. To see what kind of shenanigans they get up to. So, given given that particular situation, you guys probably uh, uh, end up parking it out there pretty uh, pretty late. You got somebody keeping an eye out for uh, for that ship to to come in, and it does in fact come in at it explodes. Uh, just before Ooh, sunrise, actually, or is it right at sunrise? I gotta check. Yeah, sunrise. No, hour after sunrise. Sun comes up at uh, six thirty-five. They arrive around seven thirty-five. So, uh, pretty early. They the ship uh, anchors somewhere out there, and they uh, send a boat in. I actually have a couple of boats, and it takes a while for those boats to get there. So you've got plenty of time from whoever sights it to when you need to be out there on the jetty to receive them. Um. You will see the first uh, the first boat coming in. Uh, that boat clearly has somebody who looks like a captain aboard it. And that captain is holding packages, uh, various packages and that sort of thing. Confire ensues. Sink his boat. How will you respond in general? Oh, we're not going to try and... Like I said, this is early. You may be in the process of trying to talk to him. He may have given you a uh, a time to reach him. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh. My brain is not functioning. I think you should just attack because that's totally unrealistic. <laughs> well, I think him what, on his rowboat, you know, just like boop, and he just goes to, down. Uh, just to allow that process to to happen later, uh, you are going to uh, see the captain. Uh, as he's coming up, he's clearly got packages, and you know he's got the letter. Uh, he looks, he looks up at you, standing there looking down at him, and uh, it's like, "What, what the, what are, you, what are you? Who are you?" And uh, as you are in the process, about to open your mouth to engage with this guy, you uh, happen to look back at the uh, the second boat coming in. Uh oh, who's in the and, second uh, boat? Who's uh, in the boat? That's the wrong image. That's. Annoying. Hang on. You did it right. I changed that. Oh my god, that's irritating. Hang on. I'm not I'm not using that image. Where is that's it? lame. We're we're having to hang on. I went through all the trouble to update that stupid thing just so I in the second boat. No way. No Cut to black. way. Wait, Cue the music. How did he get Roll into credits. The Wait, was he on the boat with what's his, with, with the captain? No, he said was the it, other boat. It was another boat. I thought there was only. Uh... Well, there were two. There were two rowboats coming over from. What that twist? Ontario. Is this the handsome Ned guy, or is it? Yeah, that is guy? the handsome Ned guy. Yes, the yep. fellow who uh, supposedly Randall died, shot in the head, but didn't die? Question mark. He showed up without a big wound in his head, and accused you guys of his murder. Well, he yeah. wasn't entirely wrong there. Attempted murder, maybe now? I mean... 
You didn't die. It didn't take. Okay, so let me see what we have post-game stuff to do. Uh, XP, everybody gets one. Let's see. Stability. We will deal with the long-term stuff next time. And uh, you will learn that uh, basically everybody made the roll. So uh, you will not suffer any long-term effects for the time being. And let's see, Benny's. Who gets Benny's today? Ah, I want to say Randall. I want to say Randall gets a Benny for uh, doing his swashbucklery stuff. But then again, it's sort of its own reward, isn't it? It is. I would agree. I would say Hayden, like, just racing us to the destination ahead of time. Good God. That. For wrecking the GM's plan, yeah. That's a win for the player. I don't know. I, I still think we would have been even that much more ahead of them. But, but no, you guys were like 50 miles ahead of them. Yeah, you guys got there in the evening, and they got there the next morning. Yeah, but it didn't turn out like we were expecting even then. Well, I'll tell you what, since nobody has any better ideas, we'll give one to Randall and one to Hayden and call it good. Uh, And I don't think we have any roles to catch up with. We did. Oh, wait, no, we did have uh, something. Where did I put that? Um, That is going to be down there. Right. Okay, so I did not get a roll from Claude for searching for Philip News. I don't remember why, but uh, go ahead and give me a IQ roll in the box for that. Uh, Davino was not here, so I needed to have that conversation with him about uh, about SOPs. We'll have to, I'll get you offline if you will respond to that. Um, In the meantime, I will go ahead and have you make an IQ IQ roll in the box, and we will apply that as needed. Let's see. And looks like I need a roll, probably Savoir Fair High Society for Randall in the box. Oh, was that IQ roll for for Davino? Yeah. In the box, he says. In the box. In the box. Oh, stop it. In in the box. Oh, my gosh. Can I not just touch? Oh, I there. Oh I'm God. trying to grab yeah, it. Yeah, you're, uh, you're having brain fail now. See, now it's going to be like garbage roll or something. All my good rolls just got burned off. Can I use luck on that? Uh, would it matter? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't bother with that. This is just for rumors, anyway. I need the rumors. I need all the rumors. Well, let's see. So, I need to write that down. That is, uh, and for pain. What did you roll? You rolled that. Okay. I think that's everybody, with the exception of uh, commerce stuff for Spencer, which I will deal with uh, separately. All right. Uh, I think that's everything for me. So, late one today. Make up for last time. Uh, Anybody have anything before we sign out? Nope. Nope.
Nope. Then, if you're watching this and you have questions, corrections, suggestions, or general hecklings, feel free to leave a comment here or find us on Discord. Like and or subscribe and all that. Thank you for watching. Olympus out. Bye-bye.